Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 100. Yes. Uh, We made it. Thank you. We made it. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It is Saturday, December 2nd, 2017. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. We made it. Yes. As they say, we started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll take I'll take that audience silence. <laughs> yes. Where are you? Oh, uh, what's up? Where, where are you? Where, where, where we at? Uh, we where are we, at? we are live at Rock Coco's Comics and Collectibles here in Providence, Rhode Island. So uh, yeah, if you're if you're watching on Facebook Live, and if you're in the area, please stop by, drop in, even join us on join us for a few minutes and chat with us. We'll be talking about some comic and geek nerdery goodness and magic. Yes, we've got Justice League on the docket, as well as Marvel's The Punisher uh, Netflix series, as well as a bunch of other uh, news and headlines as well. And uh, joining us is uh, for the third time is a uh, creator of Hellion, Jim Savard. How you doing? Thanks for having me again. Of course, of course. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Yes, and if you could be so kind as to grab the microphone, that'd be awesome. Hold it or just yeah, just hold yeah, it. You can hold it. All right. yeah. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Jim, what? Tell us what have you what have you been up to? What brings you here to one hundred, Codex well, one hundred? You asked me, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to get one of those nifty shirts. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's an ongoing joke we've had all day today. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, just here to talk a little bit about maybe the Justice League. Movie. Yes. We'll start with that. Yes. Um, yep. Justice League uh, being the latest uh, DCEU film, which dropped a couple weeks ago. Um, this one is uh, the fifth film, I believe, in the in the DCEU, following uh, Wonder Woman, yep. and this takes place uh, after the events of Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. In which case, uh, after the death of Superman, it's up to Batman, Wonder Woman, and the rest of the Justice League to figure out how to stop Steppenwolf, a.k.a. generic villain number 375. Yep. yep. And his quest to uh, resurrect the Infinity Stones, I mean the Mother Boxes, in order, in order to uh, make way for the real big bad Thanos, I mean Darkseid. Oh, hold on, hold on. So let me guess, you didn't like the movie? Uh, I... All right, I'll say I'll say this about Justice League. It's not completely awful. It's not as awful as Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad, but that's like saying a punch in the face is less is less painful than getting kicked in the balls. Like either way, it's like you 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 gotta you gotta deal with pain either way, and you gotta f- figure out which which type of pain you want to live with. Now, Justice League, I felt was uh, yeah, it was rife with problems top to bottom, and. I'm- Will you come, come on in? Hey, sorry about come that. on in, have a seat. So, I'm only one major thing with the villain. His name is Steppenwolf, and they didn't make a magic carpet ride joke once the entire movie. Uh, they did not. I mean, they, they didn't. Had, they had the option. They could have made fun of the music genre in the slightest bit, and they ignored it the whole time. It's mm. because they didn't want to be like Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Make it one big joke the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I said my point. I will wait for my polite turn. Man, at least oh, yeah, that, right. one, nah, I just want to make that one comment. I'll All right. get back to you. All right. At least there was no references to the de- devil's anus in uh, the Justice League. Ah, uh, yeah. So that was kind of a good thing. That's all you got. Mm. That's all you got. That's all I got. That's all right, keep though. Keep saying that. That's like the fifth It was four. <laughs> well, <laughs> jealous, man. Get, get over here, mister. Come on. Come on, Scott. Scott's one of our customers here at Rock Oko's. Yes. Oh, so we have we seem to have like a little uh, Thor, uh, Thor, Thor Ragnarok fan, I believe. Here, all you got. No, Scott's a big Marvel guy. 
not so much of a DC fan, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. I'm but, a Marvel guy. I, I want to introduce this is, this is Scott, one of our customers. I want to say Scott and I have a long history, but Scott was the first person to uh, get an autographed copy of Hellion, so Scott and I go back a long time. And thank you for that. I appreciate your support. Awesome. And uh, he also works for Coke, which was my favorite drink of the past. <laughs> so there's a, there's a, thank you. Thank you. That's a plus. But um, you drink Dasani now. Yes, just yeah, I do. I do. Yes, I'm going to keep you busy. I'm going to keep you employed. But um, my thing, I like the Justice League. It was for the characters, how they handled the characters. Mm. I thought they did a good introduction to Aquaman and a good introduction to Cyborg. I think Aquaman was just there for his body. That was it. That one shot of him standing in the water and like whatever makes you happy. Oh, it doesn't make me happy. I'm just saying. Like I think they just really music video. You know, slow mo. I I thought the scene. I thought the scene in the harbor. Was fantastic went with the water in that scene mm-hmm. under under the Gotham Hub. I thought that was great, but I liked the development of him in Cyborg. They didn't focus too much on Batman and Superman, which was good, and I thought they progressed well with Wonder Woman. So I think they're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. The, you know, Steppenwolf. I think if they actually had a, a, an actor that was a jerk that someone knew, like played jerky roles all the time, would have been a more convincing villain. But mm-hmm. whoever they had playing Steppenwolf, it was like the same type of guy they had playing. Um, Aries in the Wonder Woman movie. I looked at him. I was like, "This is the, the the Joker from Harry Potter. Like he doesn't intimidate me at all. Give me someone who looks like a warrior, who looks like a villain." And these guys were too soft looking. Well, the the actor who played Steppenwolf, uh, Kieran Hines, he's a he's a terrific actor, terrific character actor. But the problem with Steppenwolf was that a he wasn't he was completely CG, and yeah. and it kind of looked a little rough. Also, the fact that Steppenwolf, beyond beyond him wanting to destroy destroy Earth to pave way pave the way for Darkseid and the Parademons, he had no other character characterization to him. He was completely one dimensional. No other motivation besides I want to destroy the world. So it was it was like the same deal with uh, Apocalypse from from X Men Apocalypse. Completely one dimensional. I want to destroy the world. Okay, what else motivates you? What else gets you out of bed? Uh, nothing. And, and he, well, we weren't privy to his visits to a psychologist, so we don't really know what. Motivates him. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the point is, like, we should have a a, a three dimensional villain at I know, least. I know. Yeah. Um, but I, I I will say well, I will say um, there are some positives to to Justice League. I mean, I do I do like the fact that finally at least we have uh, a Superman that's actually cheerful and actually looks like he wants to save the day rather than being like this morose cr- this. Yeah, yes, rather rather than a morose Christ figure, like oh, the the weight of the world's on my shoulders. I gotta save these 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 powerless mere mortals. Ugh, woe is me, Jesus Christ! But you know what I liked about Superman? The fact that he hits people. In all the other movies, he hasn't really had a villain he could beat on. In the last couple of movies, he's at least gotten to beat somebody, which is good. He's the most powerful guy. Let him beat somebody. So I always oh. liked that. You know, that's what I enjoyed about mm-hmm. seeing him kick some tail. Well, speaking of that, I think that the for me, like my the the best scene in Justice League was when the Superman's resurrection and when he briefly fought the Justice League, you know. And yes, that one that one scene where the Flash was running it was um running by him, trying to run behind him, and yet Superman just kind of giving him that look, like, yeah, I see you coming. Like, mm-hmm. that was fire. That was the Flash. That's my son's favorite character. <laughs> Loves the Flash. Yeah, that, I mean, I thought I thought that was that was pretty cool, um, but. So, but that brings us speaking. Speaking of the Flash, what did you think of uh, Ezra Miller uh, as Barry Allen? I, he was Spider Man. I I, <laughs> I, was, I thought he I, was, it was literally the same Spider. 
I thought he was more um, Wally West, like that old Wally West character, than Barry Allen. He mm-hmm. seemed more comedic than Barry Allen would be a little more serious, I think. Yeah. So I, I think that's the difference. I think if it was cast as Wally West, it, I would have been fine with him. Mm-hmm. But because it was Barry Allen, I was kind of like, oh, Barry's a little more serious than this. And so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I mean, I, I, it was clear that like uh, Ezra Miller's Flash was like the com- comic relief. And, you know, for a Zack Snyder movie, you, you kind of need that because his moves are pretty dour and cynical as, as it is. Yep. But I thought that I thought that his characterization as a Flash was a bit a bit wrong. I suppose a bit, a bit too, too goofy, too Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory, kind yeah. of with the with the social awkwardness and all this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, but you know, I, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't find him overbearing, but that's, at the same time, I kind of felt he was not, not the right characterization. Right. He, yeah. Of of the characters, he was probably the weakest. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Yeah. And he looked. He couldn't way, fight. He looked way he too could. young. Mm-hmm. He couldn't fight. Like, even if it's to the point where he could just run and just give a punch, you know, give a nice strong punch with all that momentum. No, he's like, oh, I just push people. <laughs> like, dude, you can throw a punch. It's not that simple. But at that point, he hadn't been developed. He hadn't worked with any other hero, so he didn't really have, he had no training. He had the suit, though. So? He should have something. He had the suit, so he knew how to push people, but he didn't know how to fight. It's you like. Work on a car off your garage and not know how to drive it. Yahtzee. Okay. All right. All right, good point. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know, besides besides the Flash, um, I, I do th- I do think that the that the perhaps the biggest flaw of Justice League was that you could tell because Josh Josh Whedon stepped in to direct the remainder after Zack Snyder had to step down because of that uh, you know tragic uh, family correct yeah, family incident, and with with uh, with Snyder with Snyder's direction and his tone. That it was established with uh, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, as well as Joss Whedon's style, with his more lighthearted, witty, you know, quippy, uh, quippy uh, style, if you will. There was there was definitely like a styles clash in in that in in the film. Like for example, you see like when you see Zack Snyder's films, it's like desaturated colors, like like darker lighting, more shadows, and it's like a more gray. And, they, and yet, Joss Whedon brings in more satur- saturated and brighter colors, which is which cl- more closely resembles the Marvel films, like the Avengers. And so, when you have those two like visual styles like competing against each other in the same film because of those two directors, you the the actors end up looking like the world's highest paid professional cosplayers. Like it looks really, really glaring and goofy. Cause, like, you can you can easily tell that they're on a set, and and it's especially true like with the climactic. Uh, uh, battle with Steppenwolf in that remote Russian village, which is populated by only one family, apparently. Yeah, I thought that was kind of odd. Although, no, the building, they lift, Superman lifted the building, there were all people in the building. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a scene where, like, a bunch of people were rushing away. Yeah. 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 Oh. I was trying to figure out what the significance <laughs> of that one family was, if they was if they were something that, someone important to the to the DC universe. Nope, they were just stuck there, just and they needed to get, it was, like they, it was like they were just added for dramatic purposes. Mm-hmm. Was that true? Not Chernobyl. Right. Yeah. Quotation mark. Yeah. Not Chernobyl. Other Russian nuclear accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. Like, like, like you could tell. Like, there was it was pretty glaring, and like especially like in the beginning of the film, like where, you know, where Batman, you know, he captures that criminal to to like I guess lure one of the parademons out, and then like. Like you, see, you have like Zack Snyder's dark lighting, and then you have like uh, the the neon neon lights in the back, 
which kind of which is which is kind of looking like is he is Zack Snyder trying to channel like Joel Schumacher's Batman films with with the with the, with the day glow neon in the background with the, with the shadows and then it, it just looked really off to me, and then and then and then at the end of that scene like he Batman just lets him go it's like okay job's done yo so you're well, not gonna he was distracted me. he got the parademon I think that took more of a precedent than than some thug who by the way was one of the stars of um the new show on Netflix Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. So I kept watching. I'm like, oh my god, it's the guy from Mindhunter. And I kept focusing on that. And I was like, no, you gotta get watch the movie. You gotta watch the movie. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of like, Mindhunter is a really good show, and it was kind of cool seeing him in that role. Mm-hmm. And it went by fast. But um, the Parademons, I think that just caught his attention, and that was it. And I like the Parademons. I think they did a great job with them too. Like yeah. the just the way they attacked and the viciousness of them. Okay, that I could, that I would agree with. Okay. So, All right. Just my uh, take, and I yeah. Oh. We have um, Paul DiFilippo, yeah, well, former guest. Uh, that's good. Gonna Paul's going to take over for me. <laughs> right. Guys, congratulations. Thank you, Jim. Happy 100. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, you for having me. And here's I Paul. I need to knock yeah. this uh, handsome young man oh, out of no. the uh, <laughs> chair here. <laughs> good to right. see you guys. You too, man. It's such a momentous occasion. Yes. Thank uh, you. Uh, Thank, you for jo- Thank you for joining us. Yeah, pleasure. So, anyhow. What have you been up to? Well, um. Aside from uh, reading too many comics, nothing I've wrong been, with I've that. Been, no, nothing wrong. I've been uh, doing uh, uh, some writing, but in a different field than SF and fantasy. I have a crime novel coming out really? in March. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, pretty excited about it. It's called uh, "The Big Get Even." Real old school title and uh, kind of uh, a little a little retro, uh, but uh, totally contemporary, I think. So yeah, and it's told it's told from the uh, criminal's point of view, which is always a feature I which like. Which is when different. You in, yeah, you get into the head of the, but they're kind of lovable crooks. They're not real. Not oh okay, real so you kind of side you, yeah, you kind of yeah. side with you, you side with them, them but yeah. it's like they're the criminals, off, you know? Right, they're trying to pull off a caper, but they're not out to really hurt anyone. So just get rich. <laughs> but anyhow, yes, yeah, so I've been keeping busy and well, that's uh, good. Um, uh, not not being able to catch up with every film out there. There's just so many. That's uh, yeah. So you can leave that to this guy. Yeah, I heard <laughs> I heard you guys talking about the Justice League film, which uh, kind of disinclined me to spend my money on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. We understand. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we understand. I, I watched it in yeah. 3D, so I paid yeah. that extra yeah, few yeah. bucks. And there you go. It was no different than I watching did, it 2D. I did see Thor. I wasn't too. I wasn't too. You know, it, it didn't bowl me over, but I wasn't too offended or anything. I could see, you know, what they their approach was this time. Mm-hmm. I guess they felt maybe they had been in a rut with the first two films. You know. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean. Marvel's doing great and all that, yeah. but I guess they all can't be winners. Yeah, this is true. This is yeah. true. Yeah. But at least I noticed on the Thor movie, they got some actual comic uh, writers to help with the script, which I think um, uh, might have helped a little bit, you know, instead of just getting people who weren't familiar with the material. So mm-hmm. that's always a plus. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I got a dash, gentlemen, but I want to wish you uh, the best of luck with I 100 think so. more. I want to be back yes. for episode 200. Oh, you'll be there. Or maybe even in between. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. You'll be, oh, yeah, you'll be back. All right, you guys take care. Have All a good right. one. All right, so and then Thank next you. up, we got Martin. We got Morgan. Oh, okay. Morgan Kittleson. <laughs> right. Yeah, the setup is kind of... The setup is kind of... Yes, and you are watching... Morgan Kittleson from Comic Books Care. Yes, Yes, and. Okay. 
Okay, my nice. How's it going, Morgan? Yes, pretty Thanks good. for coming out. Thank you very much. Yeah, you can just grab the mic. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Do you even see me at all? Oh, yeah, it's a little delay on oh, the Okay, a little delay. Yeah, okay, sorry. It's all good. Yeah, yeah sorry about that. Well, thanks. Thanks all for right. having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. So tell us about comics, Comic Books Care. So, Comic Books Care is, uh, you know, I'll stare into the camera. I can make, you. make eye contact with people. <laughs> yes. So, Comic Books Care is uh, my brainchild. Uh, basically, the idea behind it is nerds like me, you, and probably a chunk of your listeners have too many comic books. So what we do is we donate them to the nonprofit, where we sort them for, like I like to say, quality and content, which means, oh, that's a really good run. Some kids will enjoy reading this. And, oh, oh, that's the one where the Joker does something really horrifying. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no kids getting that one. Yeah. <laughs> so we sort them for quality and content and then give them to kids at children's hospitals and family centers. That is awesome. Because awesome. kids going through a rough time need something fun to do, something to kind of like go, yeah, yeah, this is really, yeah, I'm, my day's not that bad. Superman punched that guy. I can punch cancer in the face too, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, Fantastic. I'm a real nonprofit, like 501c3 and everything. I yeah, so how, yeah, how can they um, reach you? Just So I've got a website, comicbookscare.org. It's like this... I can jokingly say it's one of the second ugliest websites on the internet. The second ugliest. Well, you know, there's some with pop-ups and viruses and autoplay oh, okay. music. Mm. I have no pop-ups, no viruses, no autoplay music. It just kind of technically exists. Mm-hmm. It could be better. And I've got someone helping me out, but hey, what are you going to do? It's a, it's a good placeholder. And I'm on Facebook, too. Just look for Comic Books Care on Facebook, and it'll pop up. And All right, yeah, we'll definitely put that. We'll oh, definitely be putting on our, put on our site. So, yeah. How long have you been a, been a nerd? crud i'm 40 so 40 yeah i'm 40 <laughs> uh, so probably 37 years oh it's even oh okay yeah like you put me you put me in front of like an old hannah barbera cartoon i'm a small child and like <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's batman uh, so you did you really like the justice league movie i Enjoyed it for what it was. Like, okay, you know what? They're really trying. They're taking a step in a different direction. It's not as gritty, gross, Sad. not fun as it as a bunch of the other ones. It's like, okay, it's truer to the characters. Okay, you can say it wasn't. It was better than Batman versus Superman. I didn't watch Batman versus Superman because good I for so, you. I was so disappointed. Like, <laughs> Batman and Superman shouldn't fight. I don't want to watch this. I'm not giving them a dollar. Well, <laughs> so I didn't watch it. I, I will say that, like, with Batman versus Superman, as awful as it is like it's so awful that you should watch it just to see how terrible i watched suicide squad on the plane while traveling but that was the only because i didn't pay a penny for that also Mm -hmm. that's the only reason i watched that one oh yeah dude i'm not gonna if it's a garbage movie i'm not gonna give you money to watch a garbage movie you said garbage product you're not getting any of my garbage money (laughs) words to live by i like (laughs) yeah although you were joking about uh the uh they're looking like the world's best played cosplayers yeah i'm a cosplayer my friends are cosplayers. So you tend to look at stuff sideways. Like the... Yeah, that's how they did that. Are those rivets? Okay, that's rivets and cord. Okay, I can make Flash's costume. I just need three months and some plastic. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. We've all picked the stuff apart already. Really? Yeah. So we expect you to be... Oh, hell no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, more, I'm more of a Green Lantern than a Flash guy any really? day. That was another disappointment that we got so teased with the Green Lantern, and I'm sitting there like, no, we no. going to get somebody? I, we I can, get I can see them avoiding Green Lantern after the steaming pile of Lantern they showed before. They're like, Fire you know Lantern. what? Yeah. We're going to we're gonna let you forget about it 
and then Lantern. We're not going to get forget oh, no, about no, it. No, Us no, comic no, book geeks oh, no, will no, never no. forget about it. Although Warner and DC, they are planning to make a Green Lantern core film. Which would be cool, which is kind of what they should have done in the first place. The movie should have been, that should have been three movies, not one movie. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, for the original Green Lantern movie. Because being a Green Lantern nerd, I just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a space cop first. Yeah, he was a test pilot, but he was a space cop. <laughs> Let him space cop for a movie, and oh, then man. have Sinestro go bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Parallax later. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> hey, nah, it's all good. Yeah, no, I'm a, no, I've been a cartoons, movies, comics, all that stuff forever. So oh, yeah. I've got, I've I'm got not, my boxes full of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, mine is too. I gotta, yeah. make, sure I get, I gotta I, make sure I empty. I, I saw someone reference like, oh, look, some more boxes. For the wall, for more box to fill up a brick for the cardboard tomb that I'm going to be buried in. Mm. Nerd coffin. Yes. Yeah. Now, like, um, now since you're into uh, comics and yeah. graphic novels and all, all that, uh, what would you say would be your top three uh, graphic novel or comic recommendations? Okay, like, just just as general read. Uh, I'm not DC or Marvel one way or another. Okay. I appreciate I appreciate them both, and they've dropped the ball on multiple occasions. But specifically, I think it's the Superman Another Son. I think it's what it was called. I can't remember off the top of my was head. It of course, Superman Last Son. No, not Last Son. It was uh, it was the it was kind of drawn in more of a, a watercolor way. Mm-hmm. Superman, super square jaw, like, hello, I'm a farm boy. I'm gonna be doing superhero. Yeah, it's. Like all, might even be all not, not maybe all star Superman or something like that. It was just a, it was just a really good read. Anybody can get into that one. I enjoyed Blackest Night. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? Age of, the original Age of Apocalypse. Right. I loved the original Age of Apocalypse. Even though Gen thirteen never really had their own graphic novel, I a terrible terrible trash comic reader and I love Gen 13. I remember and, I remember Gen 13 it from was the, the 90s. 90, like most, back 90s in, comic book of back all, most 90s comic book of all time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's still my my favorite. I think I have almost mm. every single issue that he put out and multiple copies of the first. Yeah, issue. now they're a DC property? Yep. Mm. They showed up in DC in the New 52 for a while. Yeah, so mm. they so, yeah. Why don't they get a show? Uh, they, might well, they might as well get a show too, just to complete with Mar- just to compete with Marvel's Runaways. Actually, I which know. actually isn't bad. Really, I've been wait- I was waiting to get a chance to see it. I haven't seen that yet. It's actually not bad. Like it's a- you have to go in there because it's it's Marvel's. It's like a teen yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. So if you go in with that mindset, knowing what it is, then it's like okay. And then you watch it, and the sto- it's actually not a bad show. Cool. It reminds me of the uh, me wanting to write the Fantastic Four movie. Rewrite it or redo a series for it. I think everybody mm. wants to rewrite the Fantastic Dude, Four no, movies. I've, oh, I've, I've already got the hook for it. I'll share the hook. Maybe someone will eventually do it because if the idea is good enough, by all means. By all means. Don't make it about the core four. Make it about their kids. Okay. Make it like essentially the Marvel's version of Spy Kids. You got the smartest kids in the world with the smartest parents in the world. Eventually, they're going to be doing some weird, fun stuff, and Marvel needs a good kids series. It could be a Netflix series. It could be a couple of movies. But forcing on, on Frankie and Valeria doing stuff, you can have the Power Pack show up. You can like you can make it 100% kid-friendly. And like, Did they just stop Mole Man on their own and without the parents even knowing? 
Just I can see that being a fun series. That could. I think, but unfortunately, they're probably gonna have to introduce, you know, the parent reintroduce the parents. See, that's the thing. If they don't, leave, if they leave it full on in the background, like show the Fantastic Four doing dramatic stuff, and then the kids grounded. No more opening dimensional portals in the kitchen. Uh, you know, <laughs> just kind of make. Work. Yeah, I mean, that you, could work. You don't show how good the kids are. You just show how good the parents are, and let everybody know the kids are better than the parents. <laughs> okay. Like, like, like a, like a good, uh, like a good hook for a book. That's a, that's a pretty unique spin. I mean, because like after what, one, two, four Fantastic Four movies. I think it was three. Well, no, yeah, it was, it was three. Nobody ones. counts the one then that was proposed in the nineties. Well, four if you count the Roger Corman one, which was unrelease,d but people yeah. could still like track on like a bootleg. I, yeah. bo- I believe. Yeah. So then it was three. Yeah, three mainstream ones. Yeah. Um, no, if they tried something like that, that'd be a different hook because they tried and it's like they're just not relevant as they could be so if you make it more of the family movies the fantastic four mm-hmm. that way you can get it get good you can have did captain america show up in there chris evans walks by and waves mm-hmm. you know just something like that to actually hook yeah, it in. it's just it's all about getting those properties yeah oh, yes yeah. it is for yeah. sure that's why there's no fantastic four they're just doing they put them off just so they can get the properties back like the spider-man or the x-men they can do that, that with spider-man and x-men exactly. yeah it's exactly like, it's Fox. Well, yeah. I think didn't they didn't Marvel get the Submariner back? Yeah. Yep. Cool. And they got Blade back too, which yeah. I would love to see what they do with Blade. Good, because mm. the Blade movies were good. They were their own continuity, but they were good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. He's a dude who fights vampires. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first two Blade movies are great, but oh, then yeah. the third one we don't have to talk about. I Triple I'm H. Only, I'm, only, I'm only thinking about the first two Blade movies, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, and then there was the um, there was a television series with uh, the rapper Sticky Fingers, Sticky Fingers <laughs> which got canceled quickly. Oh man, the only that. thing that Sticky Fingers had was just the look of the like the newer Blade. Uh, the only thing the that only was that I remember weird was the Black Panther cartoon that was on BET for a while. Yeah, I do remember that. I don't that. remember that. Yeah, it, it was. It had, I'm disappointed in myself. White people were the worst people in the world. It was so funny. <laughs> it, it was like the guy, guy white. How do, oh, he's the villain. How can you tell? He's the white guy. It was a decent show, but it was blatantly like, oh, that, I gotta look that, that, that up. That guy's the bad guy. That guy's mm. the bad guy. That's cool. I gotta look that Dude, up. It's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. It's a, had a really fun intro. Like, mm. really, that's your intro? Okay, go for oh, it. Yeah. But it's just like really heavy handed. Oh, dude. It oh, was man. great. But there's a lot of like, oh, I remember that. I remember that run. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no. Would it hold up today? If you watch it low-key, tongue-in-cheek, you'll appreciate it. Okay. okay. It's it's not amazing, but it's a lot of like, no, you're bringing a good point. But man, guys. Mm. Okay. No, that's cool. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. Well, thank you for having me on. I yeah, really thanks do for joining it. us, man. Yeah. We'll definitely put, like I said, we'll definitely put you um, on our social media sites. Yeah, check out Comic Books Care. Uh, comicbookscare.org, yep. and they're located on 11 South Angel Actually, Street. Actually, I'm by located. That's my mailbox. So if you oh. want to drop off stuff, you can drop them off, but Rock Oko's Regan will take them for us. Oh, even yeah, better. Yeah, he awesome. said just throw them in a box, and he'll let me know that I'll come grab them, and I'll sort them on my dining room table while I'm building up my giant, giant stacks of stuff to give away. <laughs> okay. Oh, and... Um, if it's kid friendly, I give it to the kids. If it's unkid friendly, I'll sell it on eBay in lots to use the money to buy books for kids. Oh, so basically, yeah. I'll take anything. You don't have to go. Uh, no, no, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. If it's not horrifying garbage, yeah. I'll take it. And I can find a use for it. Oh, even better. And I have awesome. terrible taste too. So they're horrifying garbage. Might like you just give me the whole run of Alpha Flight. I kind of like Alpha Flight. 
I'll put this on it and bid it on it in my own eBay. eBay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so that they get the money, but it's still a separation. Dude, I love me some really bad old Marvel. Excalibur, Alpha Flight. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll let someone else hop in, but All thank right. you, dude. Thanks appreciate a lot. it, guys. And congratulations yeah. on 100. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yep. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And uh, enjoy Black Panther, the cartoon. It's. I think I think you'll dig it. Uh, I oh, gotta yes. look it up now. That really is on my radar. <laughs> cool. Yes. Yeah, so, thank so you. So who, who else we got? Yeah, we got Steven over here? Steven, get. <laughs> yes, we have... As a matter of fact, Edmund, get in here, get in here too. <laughs> yes, we have a couple of... Couple more, a uh, couple more guests here. A good, fr good friend of the show, Stephen Ho. Welcome to the show. And one of my best friends, Edmund. <laughs> yes. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Yes, nice to meet you. Thank you. Edmund's yes. been wanting to meet you for a grit. <laughs> yeah. After what happened to you last week? Yeah. Make sure you grab my. Yeah, yeah. That, that last week's the last week's debate with uh, with Adrian. Um, <laughs> it, it did not go as as planned, but you know. For you. <laughs> Well, I, I I will say that at the end of the day, it's all a matter of opinion. Uh, Roman Reigns, talented as he is, he is not the guy. He's just a very talented guy, but a guy nonetheless. So yeah. yeah. Well, he made a good point. It's the corporate machine. <laughs> oh yeah. But I don't agree with the corporate machine. Never have. I was never. You never do. <laughs> I was never even on board with John Cena. Mm. Like my oldest son was a John Cena fan, and I was not too happy about that. I was glad my youngest one came out throwing up AJ Styles. Little hand sign. Yeah, I saw. I saw that. Pic I saw that picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But congratulations, guys. A hundred. Thank you. Thank, oh, thank you. you. Yeah. I told yeah. Carl I'd be by here. I had to sneak out of work. But <laughs> told him to hit me up if it's if we actually get any business. But awesome. Saturdays are dead over there in Cranston. Mm. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. So yeah, talk to us. Like, what have you guys uh, been up to, and what's what's going on in your like nerd culture world? What's been piquing your interest? Well, I don't know. For for me personally, I've been looking into this uh, recent fiasco in video, video games, uh, EA and the loot mm. boxes, and also Destiny and uh, a little bit of uh, XP uh, throttling. Mm. I haven't yeah, played I, I haven't played Destiny two. I have Destiny one, but didn't play enough to get good and want to play with people online. But you see, the thing about me was I was hardcore into Destiny one. I mean, and I, I did not get Destiny 2 because after the first one, it kind of left a sour taste in my mouth mm -hmm. because it pretty much was like they released an incomplete game and the DLCs was the content that should have been in the game to begin with. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then Destiny 2, it seems like it's getting better, but not really quite there yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's I mean, everyone says, oh, it's better than Destiny 1. I know a lot of fanboys are going to hate me, but... Yes, it is better than Destiny 1, but comparing it to actually being like a really good, good game, I'd say I was expecting more of Destiny 2 because I was expecting it just to be ramped up than the first one instead of just being, oh, slightly better graphics, but eh, everything is just about the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, yeah, and I, and I haven't played Destiny 2 yet. I've played the first one. And but I've been keeping up with like the news about the XP throttling and the microtransactions and loot boxes. Oh yeah. yeah. He hates loot microtransactions so much. Yeah. Like basically like um I think of uh, Jim Sterling, like of uh, the Jim Coalition, he basically said that like uh not not so much Destiny two, but more so a Battlefield two, Star Wars Battlefield two is like basically like, a, a glorified slot machine, a gambling machine. Where it's just like um 
where it's like if you want to get all the all the great stuff you have to like grind for like literally hundreds of hours and oh yeah oh yeah yeah and it's like and it's like ea is telling you well well it's not really worth it just just fork over more money even though you bought the 90 dollar special edition oh right. god turning into the i i app games and everything when yeah. you buy you download yeah. the app game for free and then up oh, you want to get anywhere you know it was like what was Those it? Nine- Simpsons. Simpsons. Oh, you yeah. know, fun game, but you wanted to get anywhere. Either wait forever, like yep. you you heading down to your kids and they're still yep. playing it, trying to unlock you know mm-hmm. anything. And it, what was the other one? Family Guy one was like that. Yeah, oh, the man. I'm playing the second one, not the Quest for stuff, but the newer one that came out. That's basically Family Guy's version of Candy Crush. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't even bother. I was just like, oh. like it's fun because it keeps you busy, but then it's like, okay, this is hard. I need to spend that dollar for our extra life just to finish and this episode. You, yourself, you oh, realize you end up spending like dollar. 10 bucks. And then you spend a dollar again, then dollar again. And then you look at your account, you're like, shit, I just spent $10 on this, and I need that $10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, please. You know how much money I spent on Pokemon Go? Oh, oh you got! I, I nearly got hooked on that. Like I played it when it first came out, and I was, so, I was so tempted to buy, to buy some extra things. But I was like, no, no. I, I spent like $5 out. a week. <laughs> no, I, I I did download Pokemon Go because it's Pokemon. We grew up on that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still have it. Every now and then when I'm sitting at work bored or something, I'll pop it open and everything to see if anything pops up. And sometimes stuff, good stuff pops up when I'm just standing around randomly. I know it's like this the next gens. It's the, yeah, they're, the next gens now. They're up to gen. Okay. They're starting to release Gen 3s and okay. stuff. They just came out with the, the Ho-Ho, the legendary rainbow bird. So not Nobody even, from my generation cares about them. If you, well, if you look anywhere that has the ray going on, you see about fifty people standing around, like, all looking at their phones. You know, yeah. or everybody inviting each other on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Come over this way. Come over this way. It. That was bad though. I did. I did one raid one time. I was, there was a raid. What was it? Uh, one of the. What was it? Anti came out. Yeah. And I did the. It was downtown. It happened to be right near my job, so I went across, and it was like. Whole load of shitload of people that had to break into groups. It was like three groups of people mm-hmm. all raiding. I'm like, we beat it, and the damn thing ran away. I mean, oh I was like, god, oh, I'm you, done. Oh my god, did you yeah. see? Was you did you ever go to like Oakland Beach for that and stuff? <laughs> no, but I went down. I, I went one time to Iggy's, took the, took yeah. the family and everything, and there was just tons of people standing around. And, uh, my girl's like, what are all these people doing just standing around? Like they're playing Pokemon Go. She's like, no. <laughs> like yeah, they really come out hardcore like that. Mm. But I, I, I did spend one dollar, you know, when it first came out, because I thought maybe they give you something extra or anything. No, nope, like, no. Yeah, uh, I, I will say with uh, with Pokemon Go, I did spend in one lump sum forty bucks to get the maximum amount of Pokeballs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did that. It was it was kind of worth it because I was trying to get a, a Pikachu, and that was for some reason rare for me. Then I finally caught one, and then I just stopped playing. I caught like three of them: a sparkly Pikachu or the regular Pikachu. Uh, I was cool with it. one. Yeah, I was cool with that regular. Yeah, I know. That, I heard that Snorlax was the hardest one to catch. Listen, for some reason. All right, okay. Y'all probably gonna be mad at me for this one, but I told this story on um, what, what episode was it when we had the, po- the Pokemon Go episode? Uh, I want to say that's like episode sixty something. Something like that, yeah. So I was, I was telling a story where it's like we went to, I went to Washington to Temple of Music, and one just popped up, and I'm trying to catch it, and then next thing you know, it was gone, ran away from me. I was pissed. So then, like, a few days later, I had to get app open while I was driving with my clients in the car. <laughs> and then, like, one just popped up. I literally, like, 
swerved over, pulled over, and finally caught that bat. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to swear. But <laughs> well, it's funny that you say Temple of Music and Roger Williams Park. Yeah. That's where I caught my Snorlax by accident. See, I hate I you now. <laughs> I just happened to get out of work, and I was cutting through the park to get, get on, you know, crash the street, the crash street side of the, the on-ramp mm. and everything. And I'm just like, had it open, because when I drive to the park, you drive slowly. Yeah. And if you drive slow enough, you can get the walking, th- the walking yeah. distance. So I'm just driving it all slowly. All of a sudden, the Snorlax pops up. I put the car apart, jumped out the car, walked right down over the... Sure did. And caught it. It was like 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting out there by myself. People were out at like 3, 4 in the morning playing that game when it first came well, out. I can't say. The other night, I, Farfetch, they finally released him. It was, I guess, a regional. Oh, they released him here? Yeah. And okay. They, they did the release. So I was looking yeah. out. I was on Facebook, and they were like, oh, Farfetch is out. So the other night after I got out of work, I did pop it open, drive around, and catch a Farfetch. Everybody's mm-hmm. laughing at me, but I liked Farfetch. <laughs> I liked his onion stick. I, I think it was a leak. Kid. It was a leak. I think it was. Well, uh, well yeah, it's a leak. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a leak. But, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I just wonder, like, actually, how many accidents were caused by Pokemon Go? Oh. Mm. And there's a uh, website that kept track of that. Probably. Deaths probably. and accidents and right. injuries. Plus, I know I know somebody that works in a government place, mm-hmm. and as soon as like the day after Pokemon Go came out, they had to release an email, company wide, saying. Please do not be on your phone. Please do not be chasing Pokemon in any areas, especially restricted areas. Because mm. it's a camera, and you're pointing at, at different places. Mm. So you could be showing government secrets. <laughs> so it's kind of like, wow, it's that serious. Yeah. And like I've heard stories about like uh, how people would go into graveyards just to hunt for Pokemon. Yeah, but it's not like yeah. they were like disturbing the dead or just like kicking over grave sites or whatever. They, they were just in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah stories of people chasing people out their yards. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah there, there was a guy with one Pokemon stopped like right in his backyard. Everyone kept on going to it. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> been people complaining, saying, I want the stop removed. Like, you can literally complain to the company enough. and they're actually, Yeah, they actually remove the stop from, say, in front of your house or... You know, churches were upset because they were turning into stops and everybody's pulling up in church and nobody's worshiping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just sitting out there <laughs> playing Pokemon Go. Yo, Yelp, I remember Yelp got into that where they hopped on, they hopped on that bandwagon where it's like, they would like advertise a restaurant and they would indicate whether if it, whether that restaurant was a Pokestop or not. Oh my God. I can imagine how that, that, that would hurt people. Well, people didn't get Well, if you're smart, you would turn it around and turn it into events because, uh, was it? I want to say Filippios or something. No, Twisted Pizza, yeah. out in East Greenwich or something like that. They actually hold events where they invite people. Like they have a Poke Stop and they invite people to come there. You know, have slice and everything, play Pokemon. Be seen it on Facebook. I got a few of the Poke, the Pokemon groups and everything. Damn, that's mm-hmm. all we did was Pokemon. That was all we did. Pokemon and Dragon Ball. Oh. Yeah, I used to tell. Yeah, I told the story. I believe I told the story on um, on the podcast a couple some episodes ago. Where it's like. We were after school, for some reason. We well, because everybody in high school hung out hung out downtown. But if we wasn't gonna make it home in time for Dragon Ball, yep. we would go to the Providence Place Ball. Cox Cable had a little kiosk, <laughs> and we would ask them to put it on, put Dragon Ball on for us. Yeah. No, what's, he, what's funny is Carl was the one that introduced me to Dragon Ball. I was like, oh, you gotta check this out. This is kind of cool. Oh wow! And Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. What was your entry? He he introduced me in Dragon Ball Z. Z okay, yeah. mm-hmm. and we sat there for. 30 years waiting for the Freezer Saga to end. Oh, we waited forever just for the Freezer Saga to continue once he got to Namek. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, that's where it would stop off when he come, when he finally get on Namek 
and he step out of the ship. Goku would step out of the ship, and then it would reset again. Then it would reset again, and we're like, "Can we get some new episodes? We're dying here." So I started actually reading it online. Okay. Started downloading episodes, and I just went crazy. Started caught up on Dragon Ball Z, GT. Oh, GT! Come on, don't speak of GT. GT had had its uh. moments <laughs> after uh. they got past the, the the you know the space Dragon Ball saga. Once they got past that, it had a little bit of moments, but I every Saturday I do watch Super. You know, yeah, the anime. I'm so, could, I'm so behind on Super. The yeah, anime could be better, but Dragon yeah. Ball Super. Yep. They're finally getting somewhere in there. You know, it's starting to get better. Yep. I think this new yeah. saga, though, they kind of put themselves in a hole. Like with this, how much more powerful can they get? Well, I mean, I think it was from gold to blue. I think it was more of a transition. It wasn't quite like power up up but then i guess they're starting to ramp up now but yeah now they got the ultra instinct and oh yeah it's not even the limit breaker that everybody was really excited about which apparently I gotta, that... pay, I gotta pay that xenoverse finally got a playstation 4 so it's about damn time uh, <laughs> so i gotta play that xenoverse yeah. one and two all right i'm gonna need your game attack <laughs> oh i'm waiting for that dragon ball fighters oh, dragon ball one. fighters evicted yeah, so yeah. sick of hearing about it no. Yeah. Well, because because every every week, like uh, Furman or Aris goes on a chat and goes, "Hey, have you heard about this new DBZ Fighters game coming out?" Like without fail, every single week. Oh, when Bodokai when Bodokai came out, we all were sitting around in my basement. Just remember that. We were. I mean, I will say it does we look were. really impressive, like the the animation style and everything, 2D. Yeah, I mean, it does look impressive, but I will laugh if the game turns out to be a massive disappointment. Oh, it won't. It won't. See, this is Vic, this is Victor Vader. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it won't. Hopefully, because you know Toriyama's cashing in like whoa, and he's even said it online himself. He's like, I'm only doing this for the money. Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, no. you gotta eat. Yeah. Hey, if it brings it's the back passion. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the big argument right now because he's letting the what is it, the production company handle the an- the animation, so people are complaining that the style is not the same as you. What, what did you expect though? The, 20 years ago style like yeah. things change technology gets better animation yeah. changes mm-hmm. people could oh it doesn't look the same first of all you can never go wrong with 2d fighter games you no. just seem to can't like look at all the recent fighter games that like came out like yeah. injustice 2 yeah 2d the last two mortal kombat games yeah 2d all, all successful even Skullgirls. Exactly. That, that, that was pretty clean. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. You can never go. You can never go wrong with a two D fighter game. So for them doing a Dragon Ball one, that's gonna be crazy. It will. I think it's um who's developing Axis Games or yeah. Arc System Works. I Arc System it, Works. Yeah. Yeah. Same. The same uh, developers of Blaze Blue, I believe. Yeah. yeah. You guys ever played uh, an old school uh, Genesis game called Eternal Champions? Yes. Uh, I, I want to see a remake of that. <laughs> I would too. I, I definitely an HD re- yeah, yeah an HD yeah, remake. That was that, that was, was a game. highly slept on game. A lot of people did it not like awesome. that game. Yeah, mm. a, lot, a lot of people. I guess that time what was it Street Fighter? And Mortal Street Kombat? Car- yeah, Street yeah. Fighter and Mortal Kombat were dominant at that yeah. time. So it's like you, it's like they were, ju- it's like they were, tr- it's like Eternal Champions was basically a knockoff knockoff of it. Yeah, but it was still good. It was like that and the, the Virtual Fighter at the time. It's, okay. It's just, Okay. Virtual Fighter was trying to do things that they was tried. way ahead of themselves. Yeah. yeah. And it just but didn't work. People would have caught on if it wasn't for the fact that everybody was already on the Street Fighter Mortal Kombat. 
Mm-hmm. But if you do go into an arcade where they had the Virtual Fighter arcade console, people were around it. People oh, yeah. would sit there and play and just go oh, all day yeah. each other. Nobody wanted to buy the game. Yep. <laughs> but they would play it. But they'll put, they'll put their quarters in. Oh, yeah. I used to be at the Boys and Girls Club down there on Branch Ave. <laughs> popping in the quarters playing Virtual Fighter. Yeah. Oh man. And there were yeah, I mean there were a lot of good fighting games back in the day, like Killer Instinct. Yeah, uh, one okay. and two. The new one was not bad. Yeah. All right, take care. Thank right. you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, Killer Instinct was good. I think the, the Xbox uh Yeah, the new yeah, the good. Xbox uh yeah. re released. That was a, that was actually a fun that was actually a fun game. Mm. I actually gotta take a phone call, I'll be right back guys. Yeah, sure. Alrighty. Yeah, in the meantime we got a very special codex primer in the building. <laughs> That's right, people. You? Yes, the number one, number one primer in the building. Yes, uh, you are oh, watching. Right. You're <laughs> watching Codex 100, and we have another friend of the show, very special guest. We have Afton O'Neill joining us. Hello, hello. Yes, welcome. Ain't this welcome. a little weird? <laughs> yep, live it's at family. <laughs> live at Rock Hoco's. If you're watching on Facebook Live, so yes, what brings you here? Um, I came to say congratulations once again Thank you. on your 100th episode. I can't say that I've seen them all, mm-hmm. but I appreciate y'all. I really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you guys bring a lot to the internet, and you guys are a great support system for, you know, the whole geek nation. And, you know, we do what we can. Thank you. Exactly. We, really we try. It. We try. Yeah. It's all in the spirit. It, it's all fun now. Yeah. Now, now, since, since you're here, I wanted I wanted to ask you guys: um, Have you seen uh, the Justice League film? I have not seen it yet. Um, my fiance did come it? home with probably a bootleg version of it because <laughs> that's just how we get down. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. And it wasn't a, it wasn't clear. <laughs> and... Right. <laughs> All right. No, oh, he's hood. All right, go ahead. He go ahead. Oh, I streamed for a it. Movie. Hey, you gonna do what you gotta do? I did watch it. I streamed it right online. I sat right there on my phone and watched it for free. I, I won't pay to. I can't afford to pay to go see movies anymore. <laughs> in my time. Yeah, so. as many movies as they're coming out with, it's like it's constant. Like every wait till, month, ne- wait till next it. year. I oh, mean, I know. Next year is gonna be. We're pretty much gonna be at the movies watching oh, superhero yeah, movies. I saw that trailer for for Infinity War. I yeah. actually might pay for that one though. I, I think I might actually pay for that one. I'm paying for it regardless. So <laughs> you want to jo- you want to join in real quick? Want to join in? Why not? Uh, oh, get the... <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah, we only have four microphones. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, like you mentioned, Edmund, the Infinity War trailer looks looks fire. Yeah. And and I will say, like, even though I'm kind of I've been a little fatigued with Marvel, like in the past uh, past year, this Infinity War trailer really woke me woke me up. I do want to. I do hope that. I mean, it's a good indication that it's, bring, that it's bringing back the seriousness. It's not going to be so jokey, quippy like the last three Marvel films. Oh because, goodness! Because I do. It's 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 the, it's the beginning of the end of this uh of, of this you know, phase of phase. this phase and like the ten years of Marvel of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But since we have Thanos on the scene. I do want to see some real drama. I want to see tears in the eyes of children in that theater. I want to see those heroes brutally beaten, victimized, and conquered by the reigning, defending, undisputed WWE Universal Champion, Barack 
Lesnar. I mean Thanos. So I, I, my bad. <laughs> wow, you went yeah. really deep. Come back. You did. You're in a. Yeah. You just went yeah. to a dark. You went to a dark well, place. Well, so <laughs> I crossed the stream. I'm sorry. Yeah, you just chilled. I mean, even though somebody drew him as it's Thanos Simpson. <laughs> they did, okay, you did post. You did post that on our side, on our Facebook. I saw some type of meme that they like. They basically lightened him up, mm-hmm. like Thanos is on like Lightner. Yeah, um. <laughs> that might be like a little bit of a race joke. I don't know. <laughs> you know, was, you're never too late. <laughs> well, there was another uh, uh, Thanos meme, like he was dressed up as Debo from Friday. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, that's yeah. the one I posted. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I posted. My grandma gave them Infinity Stones. What Infinity Stones? <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that looks like it's going to be good. But mm-hmm. th- you know, the Justice League movie, it was. I liked it for what it was. I, I've been waiting for ever in, in a, an eternity for a Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up hearing rumors, oh, they might do it. You know, especially in the early two thousands, they might do a Justice League movie. You know, teasers on TV because I watched Smallville the series, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed growing up. I, I enjoyed watching that one. You know, it was a good take on. You know, the non-Superman Clark. Yep. That was all you on that one. <laughs> yeah, that was all you on that one. didn't do nothing Superman related right to the last episode. Yeah. Then he put the suit on and that's it. Yeah, and that show was a decent way to end it. He was yeah. making the funk. Yes, he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, of course he wore, you know, red and blue the whole time, you know, as an outfit. Same but, damn yeah. jacket. I don't think he ever washed it. Never washed his jeans. It was weird. You know, mm-hmm. but you got teasers in there of Young Justice League and everything to, you know, it could have been better the movie, but you know DC's just rushing the hell out of everything. I know nobody ever me- nobody mentioned anything about Superman's mouth in that movie. Yo, that, yo, that was extremely distracting. What do like, you mean? like, uh, like, like Henry Cavill's uh, because he, he he grew a mustache for Mission Impossible Six and he couldn't shave it off. So when he came back for the reshoots of Justice League, he still had his mustache on because he was contractually obligated to keep it on. So what Warner Brothers had to do was spend an extra tens of millions of dollars just to CG out his upper lip, his mustache off his upper lip. <laughs> so when you saw him on screen, every close-ups of, close of his face, it looked extremely weird. Like he was just like, talk like, he just looked like this, like, yes, I am Superman, I am back. And it's like... Yeah, it's like the old Kung Fu movies. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. And the old dubbed over Kung Fu movies. Like you oh could not goodness. look away. Like every time he was on screen, I would zero in on his upper <laughs> lip and it was noticeable every single time. Did and it, have a green mustache? Did he have to dye it green for it? <laughs> you know, that that's, would be a good, so funny. that's a good question. I'd if, love to see the outtakes. <laughs> if he had to if he had to dye dye his mustache green, that would have been hilarious. But but yeah, it was it was ex- it was just so weird. And it was like and, and and I was like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that you have two Multi-million dollar studios. You have Warner Brothers in DC, and then you have um, Paramount, who's doing Mission Impossible 6. Between the two of them, they couldn't figure out just to create just an exact replica of that mustache and just like tack it on his face. <laughs> like or they didn't think to do that. Give the man an extra few weeks to grow one. You know, yeah. 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 Like, Mustaches are nothing, you know. Unless you can't yeah, grow the one. Man, then, yeah, you know, I'm saying. It's what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, shut, like, up, shut up! Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> I'm just Look, saying. Yeah, my, listen. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a label, but it took me forever <laughs> to get this. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. Did you borrow some hair from your armpits? Be like, I did not. I did not. It eventually came in. It eventually came in. Like I said, just I really wish they would have done what Marvel did. Just develop characters. Exactly. No, we simple. have no, we have no relationship okay, with them. They the showed at us. Yeah. Okay. They so introduced what, uh, everybody in an email attachment. So what am I supposed to? <laughs> I can't correlate him with the Flash series. Like the they Flash tagged series. him in a meme, like, hey, you're in this, and you're in this, and you're in this. Yeah, Cyborg. 
Oh my god, that was an ambush if not anything, because mm-hmm. I know that I saw the pictures of like the new suit and everything like that, and I was like, wow, but like we didn't get a chance to know who he was. Yeah, like, here's Cyborg, here you go. It's like, okay. But maybe that, maybe that's how they're trying to produce this, and they're trying to do all these backstories and branch out all well, these different movies Well, they're supposed to still do stuff. their separate movies afterwards. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to get a Flash movie and a yeah. Aquaman. Which oh yeah, I, I'm Aquaman. Actually, yeah, I'm actually glad they're giving Aquaman some love, and he's not oh, associated yeah. no more with you know being fishy and, and <laughs> feminine and being made fun of like Robot Chicken does to him oh, <laughs> all the like time. He's, he's an awful superhero. Aquaman time. is an awful superhero. I was like, he's hot. Actually, it doesn't matter what he's that's doing. All, he could be that's at Taco Bell in his Aquaman suit. What did I say earlier? My quesadilla. What did I, I say earlier? I will still well, yeah, buy it. Well. That's why they casted him as Aquaman. Yes. To sell for the ladies. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's literally why he was there. But he is awful. He is awful. Maxim had a like, had a poll like years ago, and they actually voted him the worst superhero ever. It's okay. He doesn't need to be a superhero. He just needs to look good while he's doing stuff. Wait a minute, but, but I mean, in, in Aquaman's defense, I mean, his new Fifty Two run is actually pretty decent. I mean, I mean, he he yeah, actually. That's why I'm glad they actually you know giving him some love because for they a give while him some Aquaman, purpose. Aquaman turned into a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the joke. He was oh, the joke. No, what about um, um, Raj mm-hmm. on Big oh, Bang Theory when he did Flash the costume yeah. where it was like it looks like. The seahorse, yeah. and he had like yep. the little oh, scale yeah. fins. And stuff. Did he? I gotta look that up. It was up. so Kill. funny. He's walking around with this inflatable, basically a duck walking around, like he's Aquaman. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, stop, just stop. It was a horrible wig and everything. It's just, uh. Yeah. And 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 plus, I will say, like thinking about, like just thinking about Justice League real quick. Like it's it's clear that Warner Brothers and DC have have no idea what they're doing. They have no long term plan, because like there were two big plot holes in Justice League. Now that I think about it, like um, like the one that really bothered me was where where they tried to explain why Wonder Woman disappeared for a hundred years and and never never came never did anything since world war one and why did she come back when doomsday showed up and then apparently she said something to the effect of oh well um oh basically she was too sad because steve trevor chris pine's character in the first in wonder woman, wonder woman died you know sacrificed his life yeah she and, shut herself off yeah she shut, she shut herself off from humanity so she was mourning which which really bothers me because one it's like okay she essentially so so as 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 the Wonder Woman character is written, she essentially like spits in the face of Steve Trevor's sacrifice in the first film, because like the whole point of the whole point of his sacrifice was to show Wonder Woman that yes, humanity as flawed as, as weak as we are, we are worth saving. We are we do want to do better. We can rise above our you know base evil natures. So, so with Wonder Woman, you mean to tell me that for the past hundred years she ignored World War Two, the rise of Nazism, the Vietnam War, the Cambodian genocide. The, 9-11, the wars in Iraq and <laughs> Afghanistan, uh, rampant police brutality, all those tragedies. But then Black all the, Lives Matter. Like, come on. All, all those tra- all, all those tragedies. But but then it tastes like some 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 crappy looking CG CG monster who's supposedly named Doomsday. He looks like a Ninja Turtles reject. To, for her to pick up the sword and shield one more time and be like, oh well, it's time for me to be a hero one more time. <laughs> really, really. Th- well, if, this, if, if, if no. look at it, she even ignored the events of Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Alien invasion. She just sat that sat that one out. And Batman versus Superman. She just well, everybody right. needs to sit that one out. Everybody needs to sit that one out. Right. Yeah. Right, I guess so. out. Take a seat. Yeah. Just take a seat. Yeah. So like, so I think I, we spoiled something for Patrick Maloney Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I will I will say that like uh, with after after this uh, 
after this movie, I think Warner Brothers and DC, what they should do, they should like roll back the clock. They should do a soft reboot of the universe where they just do Flashpoint and just start everything over. Nah, if they do Flashpoint, that won't be like an open admission of failure. So what they should do is like they should just do like a soft reboot where they ignore the previous films, ignore Justice League, Batman versus Superman, keep Wonder Woman. But then, like, just move forward with like solo with solo films of like Batman, and Aquaman, and everybody else. As long as Affleck and, is not playing Batman, I can support that. Well, a- actually, Affleck he he he's desperate to leave the role. He's actually he should have never role. had the role. No, I think I I I, I mean I, I think you have your reasons for being against Ben Affleck. I think Affleck was he was a he was a, a good Bruce Wayne, no. but he was poorly served by by the material he was given. He was not, he, he was is shortchanged. A poor actor. What? He was not a poor actor. Yes, he is a poor actor. You could uh, suck on that all after, you want. After Daredevil, I lost. All I, was done. I was done. I was done. I was done after Daredevil. He needs to stick to comedies. That's it. Go- he really does. Dogma. Go- I, I was um, done. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Come on. No. Oh, yeah, kidding. Ben, Boiler ben, Room. Boiler Room is good. He was okay in that one. He was okay. But what about, what was it, Gone Girl? I heard there was... Either good or bad, I have no clue. Gun Girl is fantastic, and that and that movie features not only a good Ben Affleck performance, but it also features the best performance from Tyler Perry. Are you sure you don't <laughs> need to take a sip? You sound a little thirsty right now. <laughs> <laughs> Affleck, Affleckism. Hey, I'm just trying to be. I'm Hashtag just try- Affleck hey, groupie. I'm just trying to be fair. Hey, Affleck here. wants to make drama and do it. He can do that. I just after Daredevil, I do not want him in another superhero role. You know, Ryan Reynolds too, but yes, Ryan Reynolds please. he redeemed himself he, with, with Deadpool. Deadpool. Yes. Deadpool. Totally Deadpool is like one of my top Deadpool. five favorite totally superhero movies. Green Lantern. Yeah. He's too. He's too. Green chuckly. Lantern. I, I, I wanted to stab my, you know, poke my own eyes out. I was just like, he, I, it was too many jokes for a role that didn't need them. Is it safe to say he just did it for the chat? I think he Deadpool. did it because hope he looked really good in the suit, but like not every suit is for everybody. The suit was animated. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He still looked really good in it, but I could—I just couldn't stand him. Like I couldn't take him seriously in such a role, you know. Even though he, was, he wasn't serious, but he just—he's perfect for Deadpool. Like he should have been, like he shouldn't have done anything else but prepared himself for Deadpool. No, we need more. They need to let him go rated more rated R. Mm. You know, some of these movies, the mm. X Men movies, I feel should be rated R. Yeah, they're actually moving that way with the, the yeah, new with mutants. New Lo- look how good Logan was. Yes. Okay, rated R. Yep. You know, what was it that said they didn't like Logan? Um, was it our friend Yemi? Yeah. <laughs> Yemi, I think Yemi. Yeah, our friend Yemi said that she didn't like yeah. Logan. Yeah, because of like X23. But X23 was awesome in that movie. Yeah, but she said the X23 series was good, but Logan wasn't. Um, she, yeah, she I, didn't like how they did mm-hmm. X23. Yeah, in the film. Yeah, but she, I think, well, James Mangold's actually working on a script for uh, X23 solo film, which will take place I'm after okay. Logan. I'm okay with that. She'd be a little older. Yeah. So you think that'll be really Please be R. Definitely an R. It has, has to, to be. be. It has, it has to, be. to be. There's yeah. going to be a lot of anger that's brewing in this girl. Like, we, she, lot, it should be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it unresolved R. issues. R. Your dad is great. <laughs> <laughs> there's it has this, to be R. There's no therapist yeah. for that one. All right. We got, we got to move on to something good. Yeah. The Punisher series. Yes. With that being none said, I think I'm gonna leave. None of y'all none of y'all saw the punishment. I was gonna Netflix. start it last no. night, but I didn't make it home early. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen, have you seen the Punisher? I have not seen the Punisher. But I, I know the the main actor was that used to be on Walking Dead. Yeah, oh, John Brenthal. Yeah, yeah. But I have not watched the Punisher movie yet. I mean, I've been oh. Series. 
Okay. In that case, so it, good. It is. Good. It's so good. Like in that case, like I won't spoil. I won't provide any spoilers Yay. for it. Yeah, we want to taking yeah. a seat on this one. Yay. <laughs> but, but but I will say it it is worth watching, okay. and it's extremely violent and gory. It goes there. It's right, it, it and is. it's right up. I told you it was right up your alley. Well, I will say that like it's 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 not gratuitous without a purpose. Ch- children do cry. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Like you have that well, one. Kick their puppies. Like, come on, <laughs> kids should not be watching. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely a it redeems Marvel the Marvel Netflix series. They redeemed themselves from Iron Fist and to a certain extent Iron the Defenders. Fist was- Horrendous! Yeah, it, it was, was bad from beginning to. Beginning. I heard nothing but bad, so I didn't even bother watching. It just, was, yeah. you, I'm sorry. Like I was so amped for it. Me and my man were about to watch was, it, and we fell asleep. Mm-hmm. It was so boring and lackluster. Like and there was nothing to it. Great, your. I can I can admit I can admit now that like, it was bad. Uh, I, I will say like, with, with Iron Fist, like they had one interesting character, Colleen Wing. She should have been the, like the main character, and then maybe maybe the, maybe the show would have been better. But like with Danny Rand, he's just completely dull. But he, now they have them, him in the Avengers, and he's just as lackluster in the Avengers. He's a oh, he's a better supporting character. Yeah, yeah that's why like, he did. I think he did he better. He did better in the Defenders, but he's he he's serving his role as a supporting character. Yeah. So maybe there should not there should not be an Iron Fist season two, but mm-hmm. bring on Heroes for Hire <sighs> as a supporting character. Like Luke Cage is still like stealing Luke the spotlight, but awesome. oh yeah, Luke Cage was amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. but you know yeah, me, I, you know me, it's for the culture. It's for the culture. Oh, yeah. I'm all for it. Well, it's but. not about culture when I watched it, but yeah, whatever you said. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Uh, th- thirsty much? Anyway. All day with Luke Cage. <laughs> Give me a but, bucket. <laughs> but yeah, like like I will say, like definitely definitely check out the Punisher. Um, Thirteen awesome episodes. Like I said, it. The, the violence does go over the top to the point where you do you do you do root for Frank Castle you do feel sympathy for him but then like there's there are several points where like he'll just go overboard and, and you're just like dreading like what's happening that's just like oh my hey, god guy, why did you kill him that it's way? like it's like I know you're suffering like PTSD and you got these other issues but come on man that's a little excessive you don't you didn't have to take that sledgehammer to that to his dome twice uh did you not say there were going to be no spoilers and what are you doing like, it's only that's the first what, no that's only one thing that's uh, that's how it, yeah the it first is. episode it involves some sledgehammer action come on i mean yeah. you, you, and and I, it's worse. irrelevant and i just it's still it's still <laughs> but but yeah worth checking out now i'm gonna look now i'm gonna be waiting for that moment yeah, oh it's gonna be early. trust me it's gonna be it, it's early enough so you'd be like yeah. all right cool episode one yeah <laughs> compared to episode 100 yeah. yeah. So wait, I know I know you guys been listening previous. So what was your favorite Codex moment? Um, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Admin Day. Oh yeah, after last week. Yo, uh, that was. Epic. I went in. I, I went in on team, uh, team Vic, and I came out. I was like, oh yeah, Adrian. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you should have started with Adrian. Yeah, go Because Edmund is a member of the um. Wrestling Fantasy fair, uh, Warfare Group, mm-hmm. and him and Adrian oh, stay yeah. going at it all the time. I'm like, why? I'm like, Evan, he's what the president of the Roman Reigns fan club. I, yeah, uh, I can tell get, by the t-shirt. You want to get in contact with Roman Reigns? You contact Adrian, <laughs> and he'll get you, you know, but, in the door. I mean, I mean, I, I will say, like, I, I I'm still, I still want to know how Adrian got on WWE's payroll because I think that he's. 
a little bit too much of a shill for Roman Reigns. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna still I'm still maintain that point. Yeah, you're saying it while he's not here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure he'll respond in the comments. But because <laughs> right. that's the only I would way say give that, that man you the advocate bed. role for Roman Reigns. <laughs> yes. You know, at this but, point, he's that man's Paul Heyman right there. He, he's <laughs> my he, Roman. Roman will forever be my enemy because he retired to Taker. <laughs> Undertaker. Yeah, but yeah. but but Adrian, we can agree to disagree. But that being said, Undertaker should have retired mm-hmm. ten years ago. Do you he have anything else to say, Carl, about this? <laughs> Listen, I, I, first of all, I agree he should have retired. He should have retired at the end of an era of WrestleMania 28. Streak still intact. Great match with Triple, you know, with Triple H and the Hell in a Cell, and then that would have been it. That, and they, the way they had like that, their nice little send off. The three of them. The three of them. Yeah. That that was, you know, that was a great moment. Mm-hmm. That that and, was that was our version of the the Madison Square Garden. Yes. Right yeah, there, the three of them just walking out, you know. But money, the money talks. It does. It certainly does. It does. Cause isn't Kane back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kane's back. Somebody need, Yeah, he he need, he, yeah. he needs to go to. No, he just had his 20th anniversary, and I figured at, it was on the Hell in a Cell pay per view, and I figured they would at least show some. He would have made an appearance and all that. No, quick. Oh yeah, Kane debuted 20 years ago, yep. and now on to this match. Like. I'm like, give yeah, the well, man some due. From, from what I've been reading, he, we might not see him that too much longer. He's gonna be, he might be mayor. He's yeah, mayor Knoxville. Polls yep. down there and everything. You know, I guess he needed some money, you know, for those campaigns and stuff. Like, <laughs> that's why he's back. You know, mm-hmm. they cheap doing those campaigns. He, but, he don't need it. He's already got the star power. Just as Kane's running for mayor, Shoot, people will vote for him just based on that. I don't think they want to vote in. You know. Demon, the demon Kane. You know, I don't think he's walking around with his mask on. Oh, he's not. The but just because of the simple fact that he what, <laughs> you know, that get great. more votes that way. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. think about it. You, Jerry, you don't Jerry watch... Lawler lo- lost down there in in Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you figure Jerry Lawler would have won any race down there for anything, mm-hmm. seeing how how big he is down there in Memphis and everything. So not always a guarantee the star power. Yeah, I think yeah. I think Booker T's running for Houston too. Oh, mayor. Yeah. What okay. happens? Like wow. wrestlers retire and they decide they want to get into politics. What kind of shit? I don't get into real estate. Well, I mean, well, yeah, because they like those pictures on those cards. Like, hey, call me. <laughs> I want to be Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yeah. Jesse Ventura opened the floodgates. Yeah. Who else was running? Uh, what was his name? Rhino ran for office yeah. at one oh, point. Yeah. Rhino did. Kid Rock. That's who I was talking about. That was just a joke. Oh. It's a joke on a joke on a joke. Was he really running for like mayor of Detroit or something? Something like that. Yeah. He was running some type of council seat. Yeah. He's a joke. Indeed. Like well, a, we like the American badass. <laughs> so. Ba with the ba. Hey, as long as it was, uh, as long yeah. as we keep that as uh, you know, take his entrance music. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Because when that, that's the only reason that that CD must have went through the roof when Taker. Yeah, when Taker came out. Yeah, with yeah, everybody was playing that. I, I think that was like everybody's first rock song. Oh yeah. <laughs> Might have been his first big check. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Ba with the ba. And that was for, that was our, that was before that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Wrestling. But, <laughs> oh, I miss but, the old wrestling. Yeah. You so know, you do if you're fr- if you're in the wrestling yeah. fantasy warfare <laughs> page, we know you do. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So what well, was we, your favorite moments from your one hundred episode? Mine I would have Codex Prime and Chill. Still holds <laughs> up episode to this nineteen. <laughs> Still to this day, when Victor didn't know what Netflix and chill was, and yeah. then he found out what it meant. Hold on, no, remember what was it? The episode that I was on, and he did not know where Hide and Go Get It was. Um, <laughs> he looked it up. No, I did not do this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Hide and Go Get It. Oh, 
Look, I, I don't know what kind of games y'all played when y'all when when y'all were in your younger we days. We hit it. We got it. That's what we did. See, he just hit. See that's see that that's 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 just ratchet on all levels. <laughs> Sprinkle some salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it? What was? Are they okay? You already say Adrian's, right? Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, Steven, what was your favorite Codex moment? Oh, pass the microphone. I'm not sure if it's just one moment, but the whole trope of Victor and his love for the uh, morbid films, and if it's if they're not terminally ill, they're <laughs> interested in them. The Victor film. loves can Yeah, Victor <laughs> loves <laughs> cancer. No, this goes back. Like oh Victor God. loves movies with terminal cancer. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay, That's I, I, a I Victor kinky. does. You should really keep that. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is this borderline necrophilia? <laughs> Listen, man. Hit it while you can. Listen, man. First of all, it just so happens that that several of the films that I've that I've reviewed on, on the podcast they happen to have some dark themes. All right, it, 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 they. I, I'm I'm interested in stories. I'm interested in good storytelling, good acting, drama. Ha- more, many of them happen to be dark and morose. It's not my fault. Don't it blame is me. It's your fault. Change your your type. Okay, okay, fine. What about this movie, The Fall in Our Stars? I did. I did not see that. I know that's I, I, uh, that's not really up my alley. My daughter sure watched about it. That? She would so recommend there's, there's it. There's the old people there. Right? I, I, I know. Okay, look. It's like right. a whole family thing. Okay, I can recommend a really good movie that, that I just saw recently. All right? That, that, that's, that's, that's the opposite of you know this whole trope that, oh, Victor likes dark films. This, this is a really good film out in theaters right now called Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. And it's about and it's a, Woody Harrelson's in that, right? Woody Harrelson's yeah. Woody Harrelson's in it. Uh, Francis McDormand, and you know. Does anybody die? Well, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Okay, it involves Woody, a death. Well, Woody Harrelson's character struggles with a with a terminal disease. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. All right. And, and boom, boom goes, goes down the mic. Okay. All right. All right, scratch that. Okay, th- th- there's there's another movie. That, okay, there's another movie that I saw earlier this year, which was all right. You know, I think it's worth worth checking out if you're bored. It's called A Monster Calls. It's about this about this this little boy whose mother is dealing with terminal cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't take it. Wow. Someone's not allowed to cancel. Yeah, <laughs> no, so you're trying to Victor. He'd be hunting for it. Be like, I mean, what's your type? I'm about to die. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Call me when you I mean, at three, cause you're a little too. Sh- it's a little too long. I need. I need like three bucks. You need hospice. <laughs> <laughs> Look, imagine Victor showing up with a big thing of popcorn at a hospice center. It's like, well, okay, who's ready to go? That's morbid. That's okay, effed that, up. That's uh, yeah. That's a little that's extreme. That's Valentine's like, hey, what you doing, girl? <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen. Look, I mean, okay. Look, you All loved right. Patch Adams, didn't you? Oh, I've, yeah. I've never, I've never seen Patch Adams. But, <laughs> I mean, okay. Look, okay, fine, fine. Do so you support a- euthanasia? Yeah, I bet you do. I mean, well, you want to be there? You're like, girl, your last breath. <laughs> see, see, you're you're being more morbid than I am. You can, you can put I the am. stuff in now. She's got these guys. You're being more morbid oh than God. I am. Look, okay, look. My mouth hurts from that. Look, look. <laughs> bottom line, bottom line is okay. Yeah. So what? So what? Just a handful of films happen to have dark. Not a like handful. Okay. All of them. Not all of them. I want you to look back on the episodes and tell me Wait. how many morbid, terminally ill people moves, movies that you have. You got a hundred. You got a hundred days. Oh. Listen to an episode a day and be like, okay. And just make out a list of all the Termini, all the movies like, well, with Terminal Cancer. Eighty-six episodes. It was only eighty-six, like the well, majority. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, okay. Well, 
there's 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 another okay there's another movie all right which hold is, which on is, which I is want you to think cheery. about it before you speak okay <laughs> does that include Victor's Corner as well Victor's always in the corner Victor's Corner yeah. okay, oh, right. man, the there was a movie that I reviewed which does not involve any terminal diseases but it's also it's also I think a family friendly movie it's called Raw oh no 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 yeah, no, it's, it's about no, it's about no. it's about this uh this this you know if you haven't seen it raw it's a really cool movie it's on Netflix it's about this uh this uh this girl who goes to a veterinary college and she, you know she's a strict vegetarian but then throughout the course of the movie she dis- she discovers that she has a taste for raw meat and then she eventually discovers that she has a taste for human flesh it doesn't involve cancer, okay? That's she all I can say. Cancer. <laughs> what, what do you not see in this? Is that your type? They got to like human flesh? <laughs> It, it, it's it's, it's secret room that nobody's allowed to go into in your place. Like, no, I mean, well, as it was stressed in what in um in episode four, which was my first uh my first codex appearance before I became a regular, Victor's basement. Shout out to Furman for that email. Look, Furman, you know, Furman's crack about me having a secret corner in my basement. Come on, now that's that's not. Do you have a St. Andrew's cross down there, Victor? No. Upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I, wasn't exactly the kind of class I was talking. We about gonna need a new. Re- we gonna need a new recording. Listen, <laughs> a new man. place to record. That, that green paint covering something. <laughs> <laughs> there, there will be so many comments about that green room. <laughs> look, <laughs> listen, listen, man. I mean, look. Oh, bu- man. Where avocados go to die. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I hey gr- green. Skeet, skeeted all over the. <laughs> You're just, yes, you did. <laughs> you're, you're just being ratchet as all get out after. Look, green is the color of life. It's the color of... Or no, actually, it's the color of infection. That's a cynical view. That's such a cynical view. But you like that, don't you? Infections, viruses, death, <laughs> rigaboris. We love you, Vic. <laughs> people... People see 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 y- y- y'all y'all trying to gang up on me. That that's all right though. That's what makes Codex Codex. <laughs> and you love being you love being a nemesis. You love this. People come back to this. I mean, hence the throwback video games. Okay, the throwback when you went off when you went off about Sonic. Okay, um, okay, Steven, as a, as a fellow gamer, please okay. agree with me. Does Sonic the Hedgehog, the the old Genesis games, do you think that they still hold up in this day and age, gameplay wise? Me personally, yes. It's Sonic. Okay. Come on, Sonic. the Casino Sonic. Knights level and the original Sonic, the Casino <laughs> Knights level. Come on now. I mean. I, I mean, the, the soundtracks are great for for the Sonic games, but I, I I still maintain that the Sonic the Hedgehog games are some of the most overrated platformers in history. Play Sonic Mania. I mean, all, I've jonesed about I jonesed about it on the first episode that Adrian was here. I jonesed about it. He was like, "Listen, I'm downloading it." I mean, listen. I mean, I mean you got to admit the Sonic games have awkward level design. Like, it's, it's, the, the the platforming is not incompatible with the with the fast speed of the gameplay. It's, it's just it just what? doesn't work. You're just supposed to run. You're just supposed to Sonic is a is yeah, a hedgehog who can speed. No, but the but the, the, <laughs> the, the, the no, that's no, probably no, what no, it was. No, no, that's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing though, because if if you if you try to play it as a regular platformer when you, when he's not running fast, like the controls are just completely clunky and unwieldy. You're supposed to run. It's called Sonic the Hedgehog, but, not Sonic the Slug. No, but when you but, <laughs> but every time when you stop and you when you when you when you when you have to slow down, who that's when the slows gameplay, down during Sonic? The, Look, bottom line is the gameplay doesn't hold does. up. The Mario games hold up for a reason he because the platforming slow. is perfect and Real it's fine-tuned. Sonic games, you cannot say the same. Yeah, but that's it. Mario's not a hedgehog who can run fast. Why Nobody. Mario? No, because... That's I said, Mar- 
No, because no, because I said that the, the all the Mario games, the gaming wise, the the game the gameplay still holds up to this day for mm-hmm. a reason because the, those 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 games are perfectly finely tuned. It's the same systematic way that you're going. You only go one way. Yeah, but Mario gets to run. He hits the boxes. He he gets the mushrooms. He jumps on the turtles. Sonic does the same thing. He's going for coins. It's the same trajectory. Yeah, but the game, but the controls in the Mario games are perfect and fine tuned. You can't say the same for Sonic. The You're just a hater. I'm being a hater. Oh my god. Oh oh. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Victor's a hater because his opinion is different from ours. Come on. Now. Yeah, but it's only your opinion. <laughs> Everybody else agrees. We're all synonymous. You're the only one who wants to be. I say for, for the for game and when it came out, it was it's still pretty good. I mean, you have to think about it. technology back then to technology now, mm-hmm. leaps and bounds, mm-hmm. leaps and bounds. So, I mean, they can only do so much with what they have like eight bits at that time for Nintendo was eight bits or four bits or something uh, like that. Eight, eight bits, bits. Eight, yes. eight, yeah. eight bits. Yep. Yeah. So there's only so much they can do. Yeah, I mean, in- indeed, point taken. I mean, but. I mean, look. I love it when we get to shut him down. No, 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 no. Adrian. No, no. Right. I'm just glad he didn't wear plaid because after we've just been like here for days. Yes, <laughs> I Listen. would have. That would have been. That so was rude. an awesome. Co- that was an awesome Codex moment. <laughs> I think even my kids are laughing at that point. <laughs> yeah, shout out to shout out to the kids, uh, Ethan, Janessa. There's there's the babies. Dominic. The babies. There's nothing. The new wrong one's with. on the way, right? December 29th. Oh my oh, goodness. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Right after, right after Christmas. So you can roll their birthday and the Christmas into one present then, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shout Smart. out to my son today. is his birthday. Happy yeah, sixth birthday, to Marcus. Marcus. Oh, since you guys remember his name now, this, right? I'm so sorry. We're so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any other uh, fa- favorite Codex Prime episodes or memories or, or moments? Anything that comes to mind? Hmm. There was a lot. You have. Uh, there was so many. I I just have to say that, like in all seriousness, yeah. Carl, you looked really good in the Eagles jersey. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I took that. I took that. <laughs> Shout out to Darnell from the Party Nerds, who's an avid Cowboys trash talker and it hardcore Eagles and an Eagles fan. And I went ahead. I said, you know what? I'm gonna make this bold move, and I'm just in. I knew, I knew, I went in there knowing that I had the world, it was me against the world, but I ain't never scared, I stood behind my team. No, you I sat t- behind the Eagles, you didn't even want to get up, oh, I you will, were shady. <laughs> I will say, you can't spell Dallas without two L's. <laughs> <laughs> they said that last year. <laughs> Well, oh, so good. speaking of football, a little bit, uh, somewhat close prime related. I, I remember your post that you took down, Victor, when it was uh, <laughs> 28 and uh, 3. Uh, I remember uh, that post. <laughs> what was uh, it about? Uh, some some kind of Super Bowl when there, there was this, it was like this never, never before seen comeback, you know, of just uh, this goat that just scoring touchdown. Touchdown! I don't know, and then someone someone just had that nerve of just post posting up about something along the lines of how it's over, you're finished, 
And then I happened to put, put a little comment down there with salty tears. Salty tears <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- yeah. This is in reference to the uh, uh, Patriots. Oh! Patriots I just wanted to hear him Bowl say it. Episode I where, just wanted to hear him say it. Where, yes, I was. I know. I that was that talking, episode 51, 52? The Patriots, yeah. the, the Patriots right? Yeah. The, 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 just yeah. for the record, we're surrounded by. Victor five, hates five, sports. Five I'm a Cowboys five, fan, five and we're surrounded by Patriot fans. Yes, five ill-gotten championships. But I will say that um, what? Uh, with Suck uh, dick what? see, this is what I, <laughs> this is what I tell you. This is what I tell you every time. Stop getting them started. I mean, and you're the listen. only one in here. You're only hiding behind this little cage of nothingness I, right now. Listen, all right. It, 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 to, to your point, Stephen, um, it was in reference to during during the Super Bowl this 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 year's Super Bowl where where the Falcons were leading, and then I decided to be a troll. So I went on my Facebook and I said that oh that the Falcons are leading. I guess there's too much air in the football for Tom Brady's taste. And then right when I tweeted that, all of a sudden the Patriots made their comeback, and then I promptly deleted my Facebook. Of course uh, you post. did. Of course you and did. That's yeah, what I was do backtrack. I, 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 you I realize was, your I was, Facebook. Post just gets you in all types of trouble. Yes, because you vamp and you don't even like you just vamp in the heat of the moment, and then you're like, oh, oh. I mean, people can see this. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, listen. I mean, I know, I know you, you guys are fans of the sports ball and what and whatever. You know what it is. Stop being bougie. The yeah. foosball. Ball. Yeah. As he's, doesn't he sound like Bobby Boucher's mama when he says that? <laughs> oh, your foosball. I, I have to yeah. admit that what that comeback was kind of unexpected. I think it I think definitely pe- was. people really wanted it to happen. I even had my doubts at halftime for a second, mm-hmm. but then when it started happening, I'm like, uh, "Let me get back on Victor's wall. Yeah. <laughs> let me get back on that wall." I will yeah. have to say that game absolutely gave me anxiety. Uh, anxiety. I had to shut my TV uh, off, shut off all I my aged, lights, and say a prayer. I aged during that game. I was <laughs> well, after watching what ha- after watching what happened with the Giants, uh, yeah, I was watching that. I was just like aging. I was like getting older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some Benjamin Button shit. <laughs> outside of this outside of my house after this though I, I have a lot of patriot haters i know and everybody yeah we all know one yeah everybody i know but you're just a hater in general like you don't no. even follow the sport you just uh, like to throw salt and wounds that are already because open. because here's the thing he likes infection no 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 because here's the thing Here, here's the thing about Okay, first of all, I think that Americans are too obsessed with football enough as it is. But, but you're obsessed with video games. Can we say the same thing? No, no, that's different. But here's the thing. <laughs> um, with with, with I mean, when it, when it, when it, when it comes to football fandom, I do respect Carl's fandom of the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, they never won anything since the PlayStation One debuted in '95. But that's okay. He's a loyal fan. He's not a bandwagoner. Unlike Patriots fans who happen to get on the bandwagon just when they started to win championships, when they stop when they stop being the scrubs of the you, NFL. You can't exactly generalize every Patriots fan. Exactly. But majority of them, majority of them are. But this is where I back up because it's gonna be Victor against the world on this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, here. All right, all right. If if, if 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 you guys are true blue Patriot fans, answer me this: Name three Patriots quarterbacks pre Tom Brady. Go. I never said I was a full blown yeah. Patriots fan. I just brought it up because <laughs> I thought that's it was what funny. everybody always comes. Everybody comes at. Oh, but nobody name, can still answer it name, though. Name Patriot players before b- before Drew Bledsoe. Uh, well, I wasn't watching before Drew Bledsoe. I can't, well, if I was, I, can't I wasn't watching I was before a, Troy Aikman. I still I know was him. a little kid, so I wasn't exactly keeping my eyes focused on it one hundred percent. But when I did come of age and was like, oh, I really enjoy football, watching football. I have been a Patriots fan. I grew up in a Patriots house. My mother, who happens to be a Yankees fan and a New yes, York is. fan, is a Patriot fan, a rabid Patriot fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So I Such grew up watching the Patriots. I love you, Ma. House mm-hmm. And everything. But I'll, 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 I'll be all honest. When we started winning our championships, I started gloating because I got to hear from Cowboys fans or Steelers fans or mm-hmm. other fans. Oh, your Patriots suck. Oh, you know, when we lost the Super Bowl to the, pa- to the Green Bay Packers. 97. You know, I was in tears. I watched people make fun. Oh, you guys lost. Ha, ha, ha. Mm. You know, so yeah, when Tom Brady walked onto that field and God said, oh, bless us for all these titles, I was like, yep, I'm going to go. Just like when the Red Sox won, finally, I was sitting, I had a big old Red Sox. You know, F that because like, let me tell you something, here's my, here's my beef with that one. When that, that first championship after, what was it, 80 something years? Yeah. That was my, that was on my birthday and nobody cared. Nobody cared. (laughs) Nobody cared. It was all, that was before fit. It was before fa- it was before Facebook where everybody just gets that notification like, hey, it's Carl's birthday. Okay, happy birthday. And that was it. People had to remember. <laughs> and hey, I got nothing. Hey Vic, we, we were at URI when that happened, was weren't we? Yeah. We were on campus. Yeah, we you were. remember those riots? Yeah, I do remember those riots. Hundred well, hundred grand and damages. Get out. Yeah, people lighting dumpsters on fire, tipping yep. over cars, went just oh, because was, the Red oh, Sox yeah. won. Oh, I was flying up and down oh, yeah. Broad Street, yeah. waving my yeah. waving my towel, my my freaking Red Sox towel, like yeah, mm-hmm. we won. Yeah, like yeah. All of you know, was I was, was I was drinking of oh, yeah. my mother's tears because she's she, she's a Yankees <laughs> dying. She'll <laughs> die in well, Yankees. Wasn't that wait? You know what? Wasn't that when like she came downstairs and like she was drinking a bit and she just like literally. Poured it all on you out of hate. <laughs> I believe it was probably one of those times. One of those times. Damn. Yo, my <laughs> Oh, when I it mean, comes to Red Sox, Red Sox, Yankees in that house. Because she's like, how are you born in New York and like the Red Sox? How you live in New England and like the Yankees? I mean, well, I mean. I, I mean, grew up here and I love Dallas. So. I mean, know you're y- broken. It's all right. I'm not broken. I'm chilling. Well, put it this way. I, th- I think. Rhode Island is a lot more tolerant of people wearing New York gear than if you would go to New York and let's say you had a little Red Sox bumper bumper sticker oh, on yeah, there. You know your car is gonna get keyed. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's one. That's Just like Boston that's and New one York. Thing you can say about here, we we tolerate their their stuff more than their. Well, because in a way, we're kind of where even though we're closer to Boston, we're still kind of in between because there was like a lot of Yankees fans yeah, that were we're tweeners in Rhode Island. Yeah. I, I, I do run into a lot of Yankee fans. Like, have you been to New York? No, I just like the Yankees. <laughs> but you, well, I mean, what? Like, I mean, like when you're at the Red Sox, right up the right up the road. What are you talking? Well, I mean, about? when <laughs> I mean when when you're 26 time champions. I mean, you you yeah, you know, you jump on the bandwagon, like you, you like know. to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, nothing speaks more than success. But I will say, with the uh, well, as, 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 as far as Oh, listen, Afton. You, first of all, you don't even have a microphone, so nobody can barely hear you. But anyway, I don't need a microphone because I'm sure you can hear me. Oh no, but I, I will say. No, he uh, does. Okay. Ed, you know, he does edit these. <laughs> okay, I, I will. I will say, like for you, for you, uh, uh, Patriots fans or, or whatever. Them one thing. One thing. I mean, who, who's the Super Bowl team that won the most championships? The Steelers, right? Six-time champions. I yeah. believe. Yeah, right now. Okay. Above us. They but, right. coming. When Have, if, guess what? I'm so glad you looked this up before you got here so you had some type of knowledge to bring to the table. Right. Go, go back. Stop uh-huh. asking about um, quarterbacks and stuff like that because the only one you know is Tom Brady, too. Really? Right? Right? Success? That's all you know, right? That is true. I, I do. I would like to say, but I'm saying this as against you because you're such a sports hater. Yeah. Name five okay. quarterbacks. Current quarterbacks other than Tom Brady. 
Oh, that's no easy. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Five quarter, five current current quarterbacks. Yep. Oh, that's easy. Uh, fucking Joe Montana. Um, current quarterbacks. Now we're being trolled. Yeah. Uh, fucking Troy Aikman. Something Manning. Um. Uh, Dick Buttkiss. Um. I, I, I don't know John Madden. I don't, see, look, I don't look. I don't watch sports ball. Okay, listen, sports ball. I don't. But exactly. All I will say Does is burgers count. <laughs> I will all. All I will say is this. Since I mean, I did Does look. Quarter pounder count. I'll just, since we're being irrelevant. Look, all I will say is this. Like for for you Patriots fans out there, since you're gloating about, oh, we're five time champions and all this. Steelers are six time champions. What if? If 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 no no if if the Patriots can win seven championships and be and be the most winningest team in the, in the really? NFL history, then you can talk to me. Then you then you fans can have a seat at the table. But for now, shut up. What table? You ain't got no table. Back to nerd culture. Here with you. <laughs> Uh, back to nerd culture. Um, yeah. With that being yeah. said, I'm going to head out, guys. It was right. a pleasure, as always, to banter with the awesome Victor Vader. Um, enjoy your 100th episode, and I look forward to being part of whatever's next. All right. You definitely will be. Thank you. Thank you very thank much. All your support. Yes, thank you. Right. Somebody take this. <laughs> yep. So, well, we are. Yep, so. We are back here once again talking uh, on Codex Prime episode one hundred. Yes, one hundred. Yeah, and uh, we got some, we got, some, we got some, you know, some headlines to get into here that we can all, you know, kind of. I literally forgot on. about these. and I told you, I, I said you, you got. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna type up the news and headlines. Like, where you gonna get to them? I know, I know you did, Carl, <laughs> but leave it to me. I, I got, I got y'all covered. Uh, first, we did talk about the Infinity War trailer. Banging. Um, uh, speaking of Marvel, uh, Marvel Studios is planning the uh, the next 20 films after Phase 3. Uh, so in an interview with Vanity Fair, uh, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige, he stated, quote, we got another 20 movies on the docket that are completely different from anything that's come before intentionally. Uh, in addition, Disney CEO Bob Iger noted that Marvel owns the rights to 7,000 characters implying that the company intends to use them. Plus, quote, we're looking for worlds that are completely separate, uh, geographically or in time, from the worlds that we've already visited. Um, also, also uh, uh, keep, uh, contracts for Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, uh, Scarlett Johansson, and Chris Hemsworth are set to expire after Avengers 4 next year. And Feige also said there will be two distinct periods in the MCU, uh, everything before Avengers 4 and everything after. Isn't Black Widow getting her spinoff? Uh, so far, no, that hasn't been confirmed. I thought I thought she would. She she seems like she has a a base there, you know. You would think she would, seeing as Wonder Woman was a hit. You know, yeah. they want to cash in on the female side of things. You know, yeah. Black Widow. You know, <laughs> like everybody's been waiting since the beginning to see a Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I figured that would be a no-brainer. And but, yeah. figure, but something about Marvel just don't want to do a female movie. I guess they're doing Captain Marvel. Yeah. Well, Captain Marvel's like their only one, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then, yeah, the only solo female. Because I was gonna say Ant Man and the Wasp, but yep. I, I would she like Hulk? to see a She Hulk. A She Hulk movie would be cool. Yeah, Seeing as you know, they what well, they can't do a solo Hulk movie, right? Right. Yeah. So why not do a She Hulk? You know? Yeah, you know that's a good. Yeah, but I think the uh, I think that still falls into the rights. I think Universal probably still owns the rights to that because um, it falls under. 
I'm not sure that Universal has the rights to She-Hulk, but I, if 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 that's the case, then then they can't use it. But if they don't have the rights to She-Hulk, no. then Marvel Mar- you Marvel could tie in the use Hulk it. into it. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen a comic book characters that are dabbing. Oh, oh. Dabbing, yeah, we did have a <laughs> dabbing uh, comic book characters. Apparently, yes. It's a millennial um, thing right there for you, I guess. Yeah, yeah but, you got to give them something. Yeah, but a She-Hulk movie would be cool if if Marvel can get the rights to her. Plus, they can change some things around with the background and whatnot. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. And uh, as of now, Marvel has only confirmed two post-Avengers 4 films, uh, the sequels to Spider-Man Homecoming and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Okay. At least we know who's not going to die. But then again, like, Guardians of the Galaxy have changed. So it's like, somebody from the Guardians is going to die. Oh, it's it's comic book universe. Anybody can die and just, oh, we're bringing them back. Yep. Yeah. It is true. They're going to... Use like the reality gem. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, or some sort of space dimensional portal to bring them back or something. You know, especially in Guardians of the Galaxy, that that opens up the floodgates for anything really. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I like to see a Guardians of the Galaxy three. Part one and two were good. I liked them. Two was kind of rushed. Felt kind of, I don't know, felt kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the first one was definitely. A, oh, the first one was a hit. Yeah, I, I I went in. I went in. One of those people was like, ah, this is gonna be okay. I was like, oh shit. But you left with joy. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is. Really I think I like like especially like going back to Justice League. I didn't really. I left with a. It was okay. Yeah, but yeah. it's like those first. You know, the first with Guardians. Guardians. I left with joy. I felt fulfilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of DC, meanwhile, DC and Warner Brothers have announced plans for their ne- for their next twenty films. So their next planned slate of 20 films are uh, Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman 2, Cyborg, Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps, Batgirl, The Batman, Black Adam, Flashpoint, Gotham City Sirens, Justice League Dark, Nightwing, Suicide Squad 2, Birds of Prey, Deadshot, Deathstroke, a Harley Quinn and the Joker film, a Justice League sequel, a Lobo film, and a Man of Steel sequel. Uh, currently, most of these films don't have dates or production information. They're and, just a name on a list. Yep, they're just, they're just names on a list. Yeah. But the, I remember there was some talk about Mel Gibson directing uh, Suicide Squad 2. Yeah, like he was in the running, but um, I, I, don't, I think his name might, might still be in circulation, but they haven't locked anything down with him. Well, the Deathstroke thing, I think, is don't they have, um, what's that do for Magic, for Magic Mike? Uh, Joe Manganiello? Yeah, isn't he signed up for that one? Yeah. So yep. that one looks like it's going to be in the world. You didn't stay for the end of Justice League? Well, I watched it. I streamed it, so uh, the, the guy didn't stay for the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you know, somebody walk across the screen? No, you see a few heads pop up. It was a good quality. <laughs> but you see, you see when the second the credits come up, you see decent, the guy take the cam and run off. Now, as somebody who's an advocate for, you know, who hates pri- somebody who hates piracy, is that an exception? Uh, piracy? Uh, that is not an exception, unfortunately. Um, Justice League? I mean, I will say like at least Redbox it. Wait till it comes out on Blu-ray and Redbox it for a buck. Well, so, you know, as somebody who like grew up in the infancy of internet, once that stuff came for free, I was like, I ain't pay for it no more. <laughs> Carl will tell you, we sat around downloading everything and anything and printing and every yeah. Yeah, not, not, to, not to get too sidetracked. That may be ending depending on net neutrality. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, that's your right. mom's computer yeah. took a hit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably gonna be, <laughs> even though we don't want it to happen. Money talks. Oh yeah. yeah, we won't be seeing anything on the internet anymore. Ugh, man. So I don't know if that if what that means for the future of of this very show. So probably yeah. gonna be charged for Facebook soon. 
I know, get the social media package for an extra five bucks on your monthly bill. Ugh. That's gonna be fun. But <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, anyway, um uh, getting back to it, uh, DC they are planning to move away from like a, a solid cinematic universe, so they want so they can concentrate more on standalone films that have like kind of like have like a that subtly acknowledge a broader universe, but nothing that's like really interconnected per se. Well, we gotta do something. You mean like to bring back some fans and stuff to actually. Uh so they can make a universe? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they might just take like the, the soft reboot approach. Just, oh, yeah, just pretend Justice League and Batman vs. Superman never happened. We're just going to move forward with some it new stuff. It kind of worked for X-Men. I mean, if they can okay. if they can get everything right with the characters, and then maybe they can move on to like a maybe a Darkest Night kind of a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool, if they can get it right. Yeah. But I'm not holding my breath out that way. Yeah, at this point, they just need to just set everything on fire and say, oh, um, we just got to start over. Everything burned down. <laughs> so we're just going to start over. Yeah. Just men in black neuralize the whole Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like they definitely have to get like a, a Kevin Feige figure like to give them a clear they, vision. They have like eight, the hundreds of people in a hundred directions. And it's like somebody stand up and say, listen, we're going to go this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's DC for you. And not Disney's involved. And Yeah. That's true. Um, well, we have we have a, a comment from one person, uh, Juan, who says that uh, DC they need to bring the writers from the animated movies to the cinematic movies. End of discussion. Uh, oh, yeah, Bruce Tim. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Tim. Yeah. Speaking I, of animated, you guys see the trailer for that new uh, Batman? The Batman yeah. Ninja one that I posted. Oh, that one looks uh-huh. hot. I actually, I just posted. Yeah, I was posted, I was doing something. I was like, oh my god, there's a trailer. I got all right. Let me post this on our page, and now I'll look back at it later. I haven't had a chance to, but uh, a lot of people have been like liking it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that looked really good. I was like, oh okay, anime Batman. Okay. Uh, I was waiting for this to happen. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. and they didn't take a cheesy anime approach neither. It was like it was like it's really well. Thought out and drawn and everything like that. Yeah, they got some famous people. On yeah, the there. fight scene looks people. like the fight yep. scenes that you see in the clip look pretty good. I was like, okay. Japanese people's name that I just can't pronounce at this very moment. But <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll definitely check it out when it comes out on Blu-ray. Um, some other news here. Uh, moving on to uh, some TV news. Uh, Lenny James, who plays Morgan on The Walking Dead, he's going to be crossing over into Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, I heard about that one. Yep. Um, so he's going to be appearing in the uh, fourth season of the prequel series of Fear the Walking Dead next year. Uh, it's unclear if Morgan will be killed off on the main show, but uh, the Walking Dead showrunner, Scott Gimple, mentioned on Talking Dead recently that Morgan still has a lot more story left on the main series. I mean, it could he could be one of those things where he kind of walks off and no one really know where he comes. Kind of like, kinda like when, you, when you first saw him in the beginning of the series. Mm-hmm. Then he was kind of left to his own devices, and then he met back up with Rick again in the house. He yeah. was kind of crazy, and then he came back again. It could be one of those. I mean, may, I'd say he's he's a good character. He's very interesting. He seems like he's kind of reverting back to his his old ways a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think that they might they might not just kill him off. They'll just have him kind of like as, as what happened. He kind of walked off mm-hmm. again. They might just leave it at that, maybe. Mm. Maybe a few flashbacks here and there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that could be a way to make Walking Dead actually, like, for me, interesting to watch again. Because they're, like I said, the quality kind of took a dip, so I kind of walked away from the show. I can admit, I can admit, I'm still, well, I'm still watching because I'm like, I invested so much time into Walking Dead. I gotta, I have to like see it through. I have to see it through. But I will say, the show is definitely like running its course. It's like they're just, 
they're like trying to hold on. I think it should have just ended like two seasons. They should have at least brought Negan in like two seasons ago. Mm. Yeah, mm. They, they they definitely they're definitely milking it for the as much as they possibly can. Yeah, yeah which is season, bad because. Mm. The, the more they milk it, the worse they're going to make it. And then by the time it does come to an end, everybody's just going to be t- so turned off. It's going to be like, ugh. Exactly. Like Sons of Anarchy, they went out on top. The, the Wire went out on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead should have done that. Yeah. Plus yeah. what they did to Glenn. I mean, he was kind of like a, a jerker. I'm mm. like, what? What did yeah. you do to him? That was probably yeah. the last. That was def- I would say that was the last like real good episode. Like there's been like some... I mean, okay, the, the one first time when, when it was that cliffhanger, that first time, mm-hmm. I kind of could tell him, like, the way the angle of the body is, no, he, he he's good, even though there was the skepticism. Mm-hmm. So, okay, he, he did all this so he could stay alive, and then, well, the infamous scene, which had to happen anyways, I don't blame him for doing it, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, oh. Yeah, like, That's why I said yeah. to a lot of people that I know that were like, oh, yeah, Walking Dead, this, it's like, you read the comics, he is going to die. No, no, Glenn's the favorite, of the, he's the favorite by he Lucia. has to die in the, yeah. if they want to follow, unless they want to piss off. But they changed, yeah, they the changed it. Yeah, they changed a lot. Like oh, yeah. where I'm at in the comics, oh, yeah. Andrew's still alive. Oh yeah, they throw you know. Yeah. Throw uh, Carol went Carol went crazy and died, but then in the show, like Carol's is badass shit. Yeah, this, who just she's dead like in the comics and she's still around the show. Yeah, you know they had to go different routes. Yeah, Andrea is the bad Andrea is the badass in the comic books, but yeah, in the sh- in the show, like everybody hated Andrea. Yeah. You know, like, like really it, bad. Mm-hmm. But it's just they had to. They you had to kill off Glenn. That's one of the major to, moments in the comic. True. Right. After you know, agree. Mm-hmm. It had to happen. That's right. They need to go back. They do need to go back to that. Anybody can get it. Yeah. They just like just like in Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> look, look, season one of Game of Thrones. Uh, Sean Bean's Ned Stark is on the cover. So you're thinking like he's a he's a key character who's just gonna make it no he was gone at the end of the first season yeah and nobody saw it coming unless you read the book that's why people Mm -hmm. tuned back in yeah you know that's why people people still tune into the walking dead because they feel that they still want to see that that right who's going to get it next how you going to go how's this going to go you know everybody wants to see who's negan going to bash over the head with lucille that's what everybody wants to see Mm. even though it's been a big letdown with negan as of right now but yeah yeah, I, like I mean, I like, like his the, swag is still cool. I like like the, the things swag, he said. Like, yeah, yeah, the things that he says is like. Cool. Yeah, I like they kept that from the comics. They make him some regular, t- you know, some regular villain or you no. Know, they kept his swagger in his mouth, and you can only say so much on TV, but, yeah. you know, they kept him foul mouth as much as possible. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. At least um, they gave him a little bit of backstory in the show. A tad bit. A tad bit. Just, just a little. A, a just a little. Salt Bay hate a sprinkle now, set. Yeah, yeah okay. something probably to milk next season. You know, yeah. uh, tune in to see some backstory on Negan. His yeah. flashback episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh, he's not completely one dimensional. Yeah, I don't know, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever get back on the Walking Dead train, but I don't. Time will tell. Uh, yeah, I understand if you know. Yeah. I, I'm not even pushing for you to do uh, so. You'll tune yeah. in when they, they say they're gonna kill Carl or something. Are <laughs> they gonna kill Rick or something? Like, you know, they need to do something like that. They need to. Yeah. Kill off a big. It one has of, to be one a major stop. Yeah, yeah. That, untouchables. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Daryl, you know, or yeah. Maggie Can't or something. Oh. No, I want to see Maggie. I'd rather see Maggie go. 
I'm uh, I'm on a I'm on a Victor kick. Maybe it's because I hang around with him so much now. <laughs> like, I, oh, yeah. oh, it, it, I would probably see. It would probably be good to see like Maggie get. get I Maggie think if they kill Daryl off, I think they will actually get backlash on that one. They definitely yeah, will. They will. I, I, they definitely. They, they will get it. just as much as backlash as when they killed off Brian on Family Guy. Yeah, and then they had to go. And read yeah, they had to like go back. They had to be like, okay, I believe baby. I'm one of those people like, no, 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 no. What the, who the, what the hell is this? I was like, no. Yeah. They bring in that attire. Those few episodes that were just that other dog. I was just like, no. I can't and there was a, there was another episode too. Where it's like where they actually brought up. They said, you know, we got a, we caught a lot of backlash that. We killed off Brian, but yet nobody seemed to notice that Brian was not in this episode. Like they like had a little disclaimer disclaimer at the end. That was hilarious. I say it's so true. Oh, I love it when they do that. Yeah, we also got some other news here. Um, There's going to be a a possible sequel to the film Ghost Dog: The Way of the Samurai. Uh, Rid the Rizza, who actually worked on the, that film, he, st- he stated in a recent interview with Telerama that he, along with director Jim Jarmusch, Forrest Whitaker, and uh, screenwriter Dallas Jackson, are executive producing a sequel to the 1999 film Ghost Dog. Um, and uh, they already have something written. It's unclear if it's a completed script for a movie or even a possible TV show. Uh, have you seen uh, anybody seen the original Ghost Dog? Nope. I have no. not. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's like this cool little, like, like art house, art house film where uh, Forrest Whitaker he plays uh, the title character Ghost Dog. He's like a modern day samurai slash hitman, and he's working f- working for these mobsters. Like it, it's it's really unique. Like it's, it's something that's one of a kind. You should definitely watch it. Really good soundtrack too, produced by the RZA. Wow. Yeah. Or well, live action Afro Samurai. Mmm. That would mm. be really cool. Oh. That'll be so dope. Mm. Please be narrated by Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, <laughs> or just have you, you cannot have samurai. You cannot have Afro samurai. Wasn't he one of the voices in, in yeah, yeah. That, that that guy? Character, um, the, yeah, the guy who was his 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 alter was it his alter ego or whatever? Um, was it? No, it was the guy who accompanied him and stuff like that. Just you know, talking shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he really just talked shit to him all the time. It was like just there. But de- definitely have to have Samuel L. Jackson. You can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Please let it be rated R just so we can say oh. motherfucker all day. Oh, yeah. I, I can literally, there's a bit, there's an internet video where it just has every single time Samuel yeah. Samuel Jackson says motherfucker. I think that man, and I loved it. I think that man sleeps just sits there and sleeps saying it. <laughs> wow. I, I bet that video is like three hours long. <laughs> it's not, but it was like it was like up to a certain it was up to a certain point, but it was so good. It was so good. Was so man alone. Just, I can just watch that movie over and over again. I, and I watch it just to just to count how many times they said between him and Bernie Mac said it, and each time it was amazing. Yeah. Wow. I could imagine how hard it is for him to play freaking Nick Fury and not be able to say any swears and have to keep it clean. <laughs> I know, right? And plus, and plus, like we'll never, we'll clearly never get get to see a Punisher Nick Fury like live action film because that would oh. be ridiculous. Oh, or oh, even Nick Fury showing up in that Punisher series. Yeah. No, that could happen. Hmm. Uh, that could happen. Yeah, no. I, I would say, Scott, I would, I would be optimistic to say but it yeah, could it happen. It wouldn't be. Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I think like. They would, like, they would probably, they they would have to cast another cat another person n- to play. No, I mean Samuel Jackson showed up as um, he was on uh yeah it is Netflix yeah. he they, showed up on Agents of Shield before, like yeah, once or twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is Netflix. It Netflix has a lot more leeway to do things, you know. It's, yeah. Mm. Oh, depends on contracts, I guess. Yeah, and plus like the the tone is from the Netflix uh, Marvel series and, and the films are totally different. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I mean they yeah. can spice them up just for just for that moment, just for you know. 
Just for that moment, and he would have to go back to, all right, let me calm down a bit. Well, there, there's, the, you know, Nick Fury has been getting let off of things lately, you know. Yeah. Samuel hey, Jackson's that, getting up there. Oh, well, the character's getting kind of let off of when it comes to these newer movies and everything. Mm. Indeed. Uh, we have we also have some other comic book movie news. Uh, James Franco, uh, he's in he's going to star in a multiple man film, uh, which is uh, set in the X Men universe. Uh, he's going to be playing a multiple man. A uh, Wonder Woman screenwriter Alan Heinberg is also going to be writing the script. Uh, multiple man was previously played by Eric Dane in 2006's X Men: The Last Stand, and Franco says that this movie may be rated R. What do you guys hmm. think? Multiple man. Yeah. All the characters. <laughs> Uh, where it's like where where multiple plan is like when, yeah. when you hit him like he yeah I know like, I just of all the characters that's yeah, the one that, like, that that's, I mean that's the rated all one I, I don't know too much about multiple man I know me. where his power is and whatnot but I'm kind of like yeah it's like he's one what's of those... so rated all about it I mean I'm all for uh, comic book movies being rated all if necessary but not just to be rated all just to try to spice things up or just try to make money off of it I mean mm. if it's if it's nece- if it's necessary yeah sure go ahead. Yeah, so many more X Men characters that they can. I want to see onslaught. If if like Marvel's gonna do, if Marvel, if Marvel (laughs) Studios is doing Infinity Wars, like let 20th Century try to compete and do onslaught. But then I don't trust it because of the way they did Apocalypse. I don't trust them over there at all. They need to give up the X Men. Uh, well, I think that like Fox, they're they're actually taking more chances with the X Men universe, like with Logan especially, and then Deadpool and New Mutants. So, I really don't want to see Disney get their hands on on the X Men universe just yet, because you know that just they're just gonna kind of like bland, soften it, soften it, make it more kind of like almost bland in yeah, a way, much go. like the like I said, X Men is one of those that should be rated R. They they if they want if Fox wants to be different, if 20th Century wants to be different. Start releasing the, you know, the X Men universe rated R. Yeah, you, know, you saw with that Deadpool and Logan, mm-hmm. just revitalized their their studios because yeah. the X Men movies weren't doing any justice for them at all. Yeah. you know, have we ever even discussed on the show the Deadpool two trailer? No, we haven't. I think we, just, I think we just mentioned it. That in was the tel- in, in telephone booth, right? That one. No, oh, there was okay. a no, there was a new one that came out Which wherever it starts off here. He's, he's doing the painter thing. Yeah, he's Bob doing. Ross. He's doing Bob Ross. Oh, I saw a little bit of it. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They didn't. They didn't give away. Now I still don't even know what Deadpool two is going to be about. Yeah, they didn't give away nothing. They didn't give away yeah. nothing. It's but it's like they didn't making you know his making his oh, his, his innuendos. Yeah, making his. And I'm just like you know what I still want to see this. Yeah, and you know that's that you, you're gonna see a lot of like uh, Deadpool Bob Ross cosplays next year. Definitely, <laughs> that's for sure. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. But but yeah, we'll we'll see what uh what James Franco can bring with this multiple man film, and if Fox can take more chances with the X Men universe, then hey, I think we're in for a treat. Um, some other news here. Uh, uh, for any Scooby Doo fans, Daphne and Velma, they're getting their own live action film. But I heard they wanted to make them uh, interested in each other. So it's going to be a porno? No, 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 no. But supposedly there were undertones in the cartoon, which I don't well, you really remember. Say, yeah, if you do watch the cartoons. They're, they're, there were some undertones there. So well, they wanted them to be, I guess, maybe no. possibly together. Or heading oh, we want to see them through the eyes of Shaggy Rumors. Scooby. Rumors. You know, what, what they see Thelma. Well, uh, apparently uh, this film, um, which is uh, appropriately called Daphne and Velma, it takes place before the two girls join Freddy, Shaggy, and Scooby. And uh, they're basically uh, they're two high school girls, and they're trying to figure out this mystery in their high school where a bunch of bright students are disappearing, and they return as zombies. 
or in a zombified state. Uh, it's going to be released by Warner Brothers uh, next year, and um, Daphne will be played by uh, Sarah Jeffrey, who stars in Shades of Blue, and uh, Sarah Gilman plays Velma, who stars in the show Last Man Standing. That should be interesting. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so for any... Hey, hopefully, if it's better than the uh, live-action Scooby-Doo films we had t- over 10, 15 oh, years ago, God, yeah. okay. I haven't even bothered watching them. Um, speak- speaking of other films, uh, Hellboy, the Hellboy reboot film, finally got a release date uh, from Lionsgate, uh, which, which will star David Harbour, who plays Jim Hopper in Stranger Things. Uh, this comes out January 11th, 2019. Uh, Mila, Mila Jovovich stars as the film's main villain. Uh, Ian, Ian McShane plays Professor Broom, uh, Hellboy's mentor. And Daniel Day Kim plays Major Ben Daimio. Uh, Neil Neil Marshall will direct the film, and it will be written by Mike Mignola, who's the creator of Hellboy, Andrew Cosby, and Christopher Golden, and it will be rated R. Take the chance. I'll take I'll take a chance with it. Yeah, Hellboy. Yeah. I didn't, uh, uh, Golden Army was meh. Really? You know, the, f- the first Hellboy was I found better than the Golden Army. Golden Army had better fight scenes, you know, but. Yeah, I take a I, I take a shot at it. You know, rated R. Mm-hmm. You know, Hellboy needs to be rated R. You know. Oh yeah. It's one of those characters that needs I, to be. I'm nervous because everybody loves Ron Perlman. Yeah, I think so he played a good Hellboy, but yeah. you know. He's old. Yeah, he's, yeah, old, he's old now, old. so it's like you know. yeah, definitely. Yeah. But Mila Jovovich, I'm like, yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. It's the only reason why yeah. I tune into the Resident Evil movie still. <laughs> what about Zoolander though? She, she was in that one too. She was oh, yeah. kind of evil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this Hellboy reboot, and uh, David Harbour looks incredible as as Hellboy. There was like, a picture. Yeah. Oh yeah. I gotta look it up. Yeah, I actually posted it on our um, uh, Facebook page like like a month ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like a link, but he looks incredible in the role, and I'm I'm intrigued. And plus, like this is like this will be the next best thing because we we didn't get a Hellboy three, and uh, and unfortunately that never got off the ground. So. This is the next best thing right here. Didn't they try to whitewash one of the characters, but then, but then that actor was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I can't do this." Yeah, uh, Ed Screen. Um, yeah. He was cast as a uh, Ben Daimyo, but he figured. But once he found out that it was a, played by a, I think it was a Japanese or Chinese character, I think, I think it's Japanese or Japanese I think it was character. Japanese. Yeah, then that's when he said, that, "Oh yeah, well, I, I'm not gonna play this role because uh, I don't want to be accused of whitewashing." <laughs> so he stepped. So he did step down, which was good, good on him. Um, which, ironically enough, Daniel Day Kim, I believe, is a South Korean, so he's playing a Japanese character. So, well, well, he can't. Well, you know, it's a step in the Don't right direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll in the right direction. It's a step in the, right the region. Direction. Yeah, well, it's there. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll take we'll, we'll take what we can. And plus, kind of like Memoirs of a Geisha. I mean, a lot of Chinese actors, even though it's supposed to be Japanese, but it's, it's in the right direction at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they're good actors, and you know, it's yeah. better than you know nothing. But or the alternative. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, other news here, uh, Margot Robbie, um, or Margot Robbie, she says that she's working on a third Harley Quinn spinoff film. That's the first uh, two. Well, uh, in addition to Gotham City Sirens, uh, which will be written and directed by David Ayer, who did Suicide Squad, as well as her Joker and Harley Quinn spinoff film, which will star Jared Leto, uh, uh, she's working on a third Harley Quinn movie, which which might be a solo film, which is separate from the previous, from the first two. And this will be uh, directed by John Requa and Glenn Ficarra, who directed the Tina Fey movie, uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Uh, and, and Robbie says that she's been working on this third Harley Quinn film for the past two years. Uh, no other details, such as a title, uh, a writer, or a release date have been revealed. She's going to try to milk this Harley Quinn money for as much as she can. I, I, I wouldn't mean, blame her. I would do yes. the exact same thing if, if I was in her position. 
Oh yeah, if you're gonna yeah. If mm-hmm. people still cosplaying as Harley Quinn. Yeah, that was definitely uh one of the like yeah. one of the most seen cosplays like last uh, year. Oh yeah, that was all over. You couldn't talk, you couldn't open anything in social media without some chick dressed like that. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and and yeah. Alexa Bliss milked it. Yep, that's yeah. part of her. As much as she could. Mm-hmm. Yep. She definitely milked herself. She'll get, yeah, she'll get repackaged. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, but until DC sends them a cease and desist letter to WWE. <laughs> because they're getting some money out of it. Uh, but I, I will say, like, Margot Robbie, like, she was one of the few bright spots of Suicide Squad. Like, she was she was fine as Harley Quinn. And I think that, you know. Yeah, no. And and I think, I think, I think, well, the Gotham City Sirens and then the Joker and Harley Quinn films, uh, they have potential. Um, I know a lot of people are, are hate on Jared Leto's Joker, but I think that it's more so the writing of Suicide Squad more than anything else. So I'm, 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 still, reserving, uh, I'm still reserving my rights to Jared Leto playing a <laughs> Joker. I got to see him in his, own, in his own movie, maybe, you know, not just, you know, in Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad. Yeah, it was, it was trash. You wanted to commit suicide afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> Suicide Squad was trash. Those were just paychecks right there. Yeah. Murder math. Yep. As I was indicated in that episode, yep. murder. So he's teaching his daughter murder math. Like, do you really know what murder math is? <laughs> Geometry. Yeah. That's literally all it is. Oh, yeah. It gets yeah. back to angles. When you're trying to shoot yeah. angles or something like that. drop and wind speed, you know. That, yeah. That's a factor in there, I guess, too. Yeah. But yeah. What, what do you think of him actually as a Joker? Uh, Jared Leto? Yeah, just as Joker. I think that... I think like like just just a look on of him like tries way too hard to be edgy like it's way too unknown. Like for example, like damaged tattooed on his forehead. That's just like we we, we get it. He's insane. Trying to go above and beyond. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Previous joke but yeah, he was yeah. still yeah. But then it's like when you watch his act, and he was still trying. It was like he was still trying to be Heath Ledger, and it's like you just can't do it. Like. Yeah, it's not yeah. you. It's a whole different story. You know, though it was a whole different story because you know, us fan, fans are still uh, we're still attached to Heath Ledger's performance. Yeah, and his, so, and his performance is hard to top. Oh, yeah. yeah, you just can't. Oh, yeah. You, they, yeah, don't even. I wouldn't even try. It killed him. Mm-hmm. It did not kill. Him. <laughs> don't 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 spread don't spread that unfounded rumor, man. The, the, Heath, his, Heath Ledger's well, uh, performance did not kill him. It didn't. Come on, that, that, that's that's not, that's not fun and simplistic as fuck. Come on. He's a method actor, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did. Well, yeah. He, he, they so, they yeah. said that he did. So maybe it may have been psycho contributing. It may have contributed a little bit at least. They said yeah, that he kind of he kind of wrapped his mind into that yeah. psychopath and, opiate. and stuff. Yeah. Opiates. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So thank you. you yeah. Be, if you want to be remembered. Yeah, did it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he posthumously won an Oscar for his performance too. Yeah, Bubbles and did um, yeah. was his final film the one that he was working on? Was that ever released? Yeah, the, yeah, Imaginarium of Doctor yeah. Parnassus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had uh, was it Jared Leto, Colin Farrell? Hey, yeah, I think they had Jude Law. And Jude as, Law, they yeah. all jumped in to play the character, right? Yeah, which it worked out because the you know the, the way the movie was set up, you know, changed the character, but it was still the same, you know, same. You know, same character in the movie, but different mm-hmm. actor. It kind of worked out. I saw some of the movie. It looked pretty good. I was meaning to always go back and watch the whole thing, but yeah. you got kids, you can't do that. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll see how well how this how these Harley Quinn films will go. Hopefully, they'll be better written. Um, but you know, uh, with the with the current state of DC of the DCEU, except for Wonder Woman, it's hard to be optimistic. Um, some other news. Other news here, uh, Disney has finally cast a lead role in their live-action Mulan film, uh, which is coming out uh, next, no, 2019. Uh, the actress uh, Lu Yifei, who started in the, starred in this movie, The Forbidden Kingdom, in 2008, she'll be playing Mulan in Disney's upcoming live-action remake, and it will be directed by Nikki Caro, who directed uh, the film, such films as Whale Rider and The Zookeeper's Wife. Well, I mean, Disney has a lot of momentum with these live-action movies of the live-action versions of their past animated movies. Mm-hmm. So I mean, sure, why not? And from what I heard, they they want to do like a shit ton of them. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm all, I'm Aladdin too, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They casted Aladdin with Will Smith playing the genie. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Robert Hunch- Williams was still alive. Cause I know. Yeah. Yeah. That was, the, that was, that was genie. genie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he was the genie. I would like to see Hunchback though. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe because I was in it in seventh grade. But <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pipe those all out. Of oh yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean, Disney fans will still buy, they will still pay their money to see him. Yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll see like live action remakes of like their flops like Atlantis and Treasure Planet. I don't even remember those. <laughs> I think still Atlantis has their following though. It does actually. It has yeah. their followings. I've seen mm. some cosplays of them mm. even recently, but yeah. Yeah, and plus like Treasure Planet was actually decent. I I think I don't think it got a fair shake. Yeah, but we'll never know. Can't tell you Yeah. Jumanji. <laughs> oh yeah, Jumanji coming up with The Rock, Kevin yeah. Hart. Oh uh, that, I was wondering how how the rock fit into that. Then I saw the trailer. It's like they get uh, transported into it, into it. Into, a, into, a, into I'm like, the oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So this is how the rock fits in. I'm like, okay. How the rock fit into Jumanji? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was like, and then I saw that. I was like, okay. So it's not exactly. It's not exactly it's from the '95 movie. Yeah, '95 movies, but it's it's like a modern spin mm-hmm. on it, I guess. Oh yeah! Speaking of the Rock, have you guys seen the trailer for his new movie, Rampage? Coming I did. Out? No, I haven't. I did. Yeah, I have not. it's another uh, video game based movie. Uh, you, you remember oh, the? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. actually with the gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. The, the game was um, all right. It wasn't nothing special. You, know, yeah. you got to tore down some buildings and stuff like that. And yeah. as long as they don't make it like Pixel or whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah, no, like it. It kind of looks. I don't think that yeah. was a proper. That's a, it, it's for the chat. No. It's for the chat. Yeah, yeah that definitely is. What it, it was for the chat. It wasn't like Rampage was like a blockbuster game or anything. No, no it wasn't. That's like, yeah. even today. Like I, I wouldn't go back and play it when it came out. I played it a few, but I wasn't like, oh my god, I gotta play this game. Yeah, I, I might still play it just for, just for nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At best, yeah. but yeah, and then like you play it, get catch a few turns, and you feel like, okay, like you're fulfilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and I'm, I'm curious. Maybe maybe that maybe that rampage movie will, will break the video game movie curse. <laughs> Probably. Oh not. yeah, that or they'll make another game and everybody just be upset again. Yeah, like because like there's only two good video game movies, video live action video game based movies ever made: Mortal Kombat. I was gonna say the first Mortal Kombat and Silent Hill. That's it. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of anyone. Yeah, you can say Resident Evil. Nah, not Resident nah. Evil. Uh, and uh, last headline here, uh, David S. Goyer, he's in talks to direct the Masters of the Universe reboot film. Remember that? Uh, he's the screenwriter for Batman What's Begins and Man of Steel. Uh, he's in talks with Sony to direct the, mo- direct the movie for a December 18, 2019 release date. Uh, the film will pit He-Man against his arch nemesis Skeletor on the planet Eternia. Uh, the Masters of the Universe property was previously held by Warner Brothers uh, back in 2009 with Kung Fu Panda director John Stevenson on board, who later left the project and was replaced by G.I. Joe Retaliation director John M. Chu in 2012, who also backed out a year later and was then replaced by Terminator Salvation director Mick G, who then left the job this past April. So now it's up to David Goyer and Sony Pictures to make this Masters of the Universe reboot film. No, I've seen a trend here. <laughs> When that many people jump ship, that kind of makes me question things a little bit. Mm. Yeah, and 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 mind you, like, I don't know if the world is ready to see a live another live action He Man movie, especially with the one we had with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, but that was almost thirty. That, that was that was thirty years ago. Thirty years ago, yeah. ago I mean, I think that we was a bad movie. It was. <laughs> it really was. That was a bad movie. As a matter of fact, I have a friend who bought the Blu-ray. Oh, that's a good question. Who can play actually? I mean, I, I could see, like, old-school Conan, uh, like, brain fart, sorry, uh, Terminator, mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he was a Conan physique. Yeah. I can see him playing as He-Man. But yeah. nowadays, Ooh. who can really fit that build? Hemsworth, and that's it. Is he, like, the Hemsworth. only muscle-bound muscle blondie that's out right now? Uh, maybe I one of his... Think he, I don't even think he's big enough to... Or maybe one of his Cena. brothers, Cena, <laughs> John Cena as he. I mean, big. He he's has big the look. He, he has, has the look. Yeah. He's even yeah. that long flowing hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the movie would totally suck. Suck. Yeah, because yeah, you can't exactly. act. Yeah. yeah. Triple yeah, H, but he's not that tall though. No, he's six foot four though. Triple H. Yeah, he's yeah. tall. He is tall. Yeah. yeah. Plus, CG does wonders. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah, except for Superman's who, mouth. Who is out there in the acting world <laughs> that can do it? He man is like. Yeah. You know, uh, be a CG, that's going to be a CGI-heavy movie. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, like, I'm just curious to see, like, the potential of how kitschy and, like, bad it would be. I'm, I, I actually do want to see this movie come out. Oh, they probably out. would just, ruin Skeletor. Oh, yeah. Skeletor would be, like, just some dude in a skull, in a skull mask. Not <laughs> Pretty much what he was. Did, was make, make him brooding. Yeah. <laughs> I can see, uh, brooding what's and his emo. name? Hugo uh, Weaving doing that one. You know, come back. If, did the Red Skull. Oh, yeah. See him doing the I didn't see him do something in a minute. Right? Uh, Hugo Weaving? Yeah. What, not since what? Vifa Vendetta? No, he did. No, he did. Ha- no, he did in Captain America. America but yeah. Other than that, like, I don't remember. You no, know, oh. it was funny. I was thinking about it. He was in Hacksaw Ridge. He played a. Uh, oh, was he? Yeah, he was Andrew Garfield's father. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is an awesome movie, too. Yeah, I heard, I heard that was really good. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. Like, this Masters of the Universe thing, it, it kind of reminds me, like, like, how these studios are, are desperate to re- resurrect the 80s. Like, like all this '80s nostalgia. Like we see it with Stranger Things, which does it very well. But they got renewed for a third season. Yep. Yeah, there's two more seasons coming out. Actually, yeah. they're planning. Well, that's what they plan on doing. But they had, but Netflix still had to give it the green lights. But 
Yeah. Netflix gave it the green light. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to wonder, like, what other 80s properties are we going to see rebooted? Like, I, I, I don't know. See, Mike, where's the, where's the originality? You always just keep on rebooting things from 20 years ago over and over. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can appreciate the nostalgia, but I also want to see some Nostalgia sounds. Yeah, yeah, I want to see some original content, too. Yeah. Something, you know. Mm-hmm. I well, agree. I'm, what I'm surprised is they haven't, you know, everybody's cashing in on all this other stuff. Where's the Spawn remakes? Where's Spawn remake is actually in the works. Can we get a Mortal Kombat remake? A good one? A yeah. <laughs> first one... <laughs> For what it was, and for the nostalgia, first one was was good, you know, because as a kid. But second, yeah. Annihilate. Oh god, yeah. oh god, oh, yeah. Annihilation. God, that was too bad. You even as will a die. kid, I was like, this is bad. You guys watch when a TV you're... show? Oh, oh I yeah. Yeah. You watch a TV show. <laughs> oh, no, what was it? <laughs> what combat oh, TV show what was that? TNT. Or something? Yeah, it used to come on yeah. like no, it used to come on after Nitro. Yeah, it used to come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. man, Street Fighter. God, please, because they, they really... Street Fighter needs They need to, to keep Street Fighter animated. But no, they, yeah. if they want to do a live... They should do a live action just to redeem themselves. I mean... Can they redeem themselves? I would hope so. Today's day they had a Puerto Rican playing Rahm and Bison. No, because they had another one with the, the legend of Chun-Li. They had Jean-Claude Van Damme and playing Captain Guy. <laughs> the most yeah. American character... You could play. You had John Claw Van Damme who couldn't even spit American word out. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nothing says America like the muscles from Brussels. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's all the news and news and headlines this week. Well, I doubted you. We actually made it. We actually got to. <laughs> I told you we were fitting. I didn't in. think we was good. <laughs> um, and it appears that we have one email from friend of the show and the resident supervillain John Haponic. All the way from Houston, Texas. Uh, Codex 100. Congratulations, fellas. You did it. I love the show and always get a laugh from you guys with each podcast. Thanks for sharing nerd news. I also love hearing about which new lame and obscure Marvel characters are going to end up in film in a film I'll reluctantly waste my money on. As one of your top five fans, I'd like to share my top five Codex Prime podcast favorite moments. First, some brief honorable mentions. Uh, one, Victor's transition from episode one to episode 70 in becoming a Fast and Furious fanboy, much to, much to Carl's delight. Yeah. Uh, Victor's meltdown over family matters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carl's revelation about being anti-coffee. Coffee is of the devil. And I grew up down the street from a coffee brewing factory. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Uh, Victor calling me out after my Suicide Squad email saying, quote, you want DC to, to, succeed, to succeed so badly at Marvel's expense that you're afraid of giving Marvel the credit at where it is due, unquote. True. And Carl's simple reply to Victor's Houston trip and future in- interest in travel, quote, where the fuck you going? <laughs> I wanted to smack fire out your face when you, when you, when you, when you said that. Because your, your, your simpleness, man. I love it. I love it. Hey, listen, pissing you off makes great, great, makes great moments. Whatever, man. <laughs> I and, love you, brother. <laughs> yeah. And, and your supervillain's official top five Codex Prime moments countdown. Number five, episode 76. I successfully destroyed Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in an incredibly written review. Consequently, this is supposedly when I realized my true purpose and contribution to the show after Carl declared, quote, supervillain. He's our supervillain. (laughs) 
Number four, episode 39, Carl's refusal to choose a side in Captain America's <laughs> Civil War, electing, electing an amazing response from Aris. Damn it, Carl. Pick a side. Carl. No, Carl. You got to pick a side. Carl. I hate you, Carl. While Carl shouts back, I love them both. <laughs> and Victor drops a, God damn, man. Fucking children. <laughs> episode three, episode, uh, oh, number three, episode 78. In my amazingly written Wonder Woman review and declaration that it was better than anything Marvel has ever produced, Carl's, get the fuck out of here, combined with the revelation that Victor owned a copy of Man of Steel made my day. Uh, this episode acted as further proof that Victor is the original closet DC fanboy before everyone else. First of all, first of all, all right, listen. Like I said before, yes, I owned a copy of Man of Steel on Blu-ray. It you was, did. it was, it was, t- it was what? It was less than ten bucks at Newberry Comics. That was before you ba- bought it. Yeah, oh. it was used. <laughs> it was used. Okay. This was before Batman vs Superman came out. You paid too much already. I did, and then once BVS came out, then I realized that that it made Man of Steel worse because BVS was so terrible. So I mailed my copy to John and now he has it as his, in his collection. Didn't Mom so. say she liked BVS? I think she did. But you, she's 50, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, uh, episode 80. This is perhaps the absolute overall best episode simply because of the random tangent and discussion of Chick-fil-A. Even better, it quickly transitions into Victor's ridiculously defensive refusal and sharing logins for Netflix because it is a, quote, sacred state secret and, quote, I don't award laziness. Listen, that is true. You don't give away your logins, people. You're right. You sell them so you can you can pay for half-half, you know. Good, good point. I've done that, too. That's a good point. Um, and number... And number one, episode 72, It's a Brand New Day. Love that you were able to continue the show and keep it going. I really enjoyed the original team and shoutouts to Maurice and Aris, but I've also had a blast seeing you both team up, work so well together, and make the show your own. Each direction you take with the show has been a fun trip. Thank you. Thanks, John. Uh, Wishing you both success and fun with each show you create. Onwards to the next milestone. Codex Prime Supervillain for life. P.S. P.S. In retrospect... Batman versus Superman wasn't that good. See, I told you. You got it. All right, I'm happy. I'm happy, man. Yes. I think it's time to shut this down already. Uh, I, yeah, because I, I got a DJ later. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, again, uh, thank you all. Uh, thank you to Stephen and uh, Edmund for joining us on the show, as well as Jim Savard, Paul DeFilippo, and Morgan and Morgan Kittleson, Afton O'Neill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining us, man. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Congratulations. Yeah, Congrats. Thanks for Congrats. yeah um, and we'll be back for another hundred afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah, looking forward to many more. Oh, oh yes. yeah, definitely. Yes, much much appreciated. And uh, also uh, uh, also big thank you to all of our all of our uh, followers on Facebook Live who listen to us on SoundCloud as well. Uh, yeah. Big shout outs to uh, uh, Maurice and Aris who. Who did start, you started it. Who did? Who did help start start this uh, with me as well? And uh, even though they're no longer on the show, they'll always be part of the Codex Prime family. So really appreciate you guys for your support. Yeah, and big shout outs to uh, Random Ramblings with Rob, Mick the Seder, Mixed Feelings Podcast, uh, Dollar Store, Phil Curtis Parvin, um, and oh, Gotham City Angel, Amber, the Party Nerds. You know, for showing us the love and support on the social media as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Bunny Mike Gamey, what's up? 
thank you guys so much. Uh, big shout outs to Reagan for letting us have this event over here. Yep. Thank you, Reagan. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. All right, thank, oh, thank you. Very you. Much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and also uh, a couple more shout outs. Big shout outs to uh, uh, Freddie uh, for creating the logo for Codex Prime. AWOL for the music. Yep, AWOL for the music. And also uh, other uh, shout out to Furman, a.k.a. my number one fan slash arch enemy. I know you're watching. <laughs> so, uh, so, th so thank you for supporting, uh, supporting our show. And yeah, and yeah, like I said, Thank you to everybody who who watches and supports us, man. We you know we, we do what we can to provide a provide a you know space for the nerd culture out there. We're doing it for the nerd culture, as we, as we say. Exactly. Yeah. So, any other final words, Carl? That's it, man. Just appreciate the support and just continue supporting us. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. So, yes. Uh, thank you got to get a shot of Reagan, though. No, he's not. <laughs> So, uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, thank you. That was uh, episode 100 live at Rock Coco's. Uh, thank you all for watching and tuning in. Thank you to everyone who, uh, who talked talk with us. Uh, and, yeah, tune in next week for episode 101. So we'll provide more of that heat next Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, more school. Yes. And make sure you come down to Rock Coco's, too, yo, to get schooled by Mr. Reagan himself. Yes. If, he has schooled me many times, and he will not stop. Yes. If you want, if you want the latest and greatest in comic book goodness and trade paperbacks, Rock Coco's is the spot. So come on down. Yeah. So yes, as so that yeah. With all that said, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.